So welcome to episode 8 of the Formula Hooligan podcast. I am Alex Gomes. You are? Charlie Hosey. And this time we're doing it live from Cartmania in Canaan, New Hampshire at the Canaan Motor Club. Yeah. Now this yes. is what? Is this the first one since what? It's been a few years, right? It's been a hot minute? No, we were here this year already. Now who told me earlier it's been like four years? No. Somebody lied no. to me. Yeah, somebody did lie Somebody to you. made this seem way more important than it was. All right, everybody go home. Everybody go home. Yeah, but this is... We've been dreaming of this day of doing a live event. Yeah. And I'm already yeah, yelling this is, into uh, the mic, but it's okay. Dude, it's fine. As long as you're on the mic. You, you've been yeah. criticized for being off the mic in recent episodes. Yeah, so. I know. I, I, I think it's just a uh, it's a personal problem. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, so I think yeah. it's appropriate, seeing as we only were on track hours ago, to talk about uh, our karting experiences today. Wait, 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 wait. So, uh, Charlie Boy, seeing as you are in the hooligan light class, how did you I get go today? Well, I didn't ask questions. I just came and uh, and conquered. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. It was, uh, I don't even know what to say because we started out, it was uh, on full wets and it was completely dry. Yeah. Completely dry. Well, no, today was. But that's how, yeah, well, obviously. Today was so screwed up because the weather is so bipolar. It was like, it was raining initially. No, no, no. It was dry initially and we were going to do the full track. And right. then it started raining and well, they were like, all right, nah. so. You asked me a goddamn question. Let me answer. <laughs> okay, go for it. Yes. All right. So I started the day on some used MGs that uh, I actually felt quite nice, but the track was dry, so I burned right through them, and there was not much to be had. That was it. I cooked them. So second time out, it was so dry. Went out on slicks like everybody else, and it was beautiful. Then comes the afternoon, and I realized, well, I got, I got to get new wets. Nobody has wets. I'm flashing money around, talking to people. Rich back there. I know he's hiding tires. No one would sell me a set of tires. So we've, I don't know who found them. I think Keith went on a hunt, and he found, like, four old purple LeCons. Terrible tire. Horrible. <laughs> so my Micron was not even working today. I have no idea how much horrible, oh, man. but today I'm going to huh? guess about four seconds. Oh, it was terrible. Four seconds horrible, as terrible as carting and drinking can be, yep. which is about a 9 out of 10, so we're still doing pretty well. Yes, right, right. But performances... Uh, yeah, there was there was very few and far between. So now I'm stuck to be set on running on these purple Lacans tomorrow. Yeah, so I'm hoping that somehow magically the storm at ten o'clock doesn't come and we can run the slicks and then and then you know what? Who knows? All bets are off then, right? Yeah, I mean, it, I I don't see a dry race tomorrow. No. No, I I see rain. I see it. it yeah, I just pulled it up. It's it's. Rain. I it's mean, gonna be. It's eighty percent rain. Um, yeah. As long as we don't get flooded, we'll be good. Well, actually, I will be good because I am not staying here tonight. No, you are not. I'm what they call glamping. Um, no, you're not even glamping. No, that's glamping. I'm in a Marriott, dude. It's like a three star. It's not glamping. Glamping would be if like you were here sleeping in some kind of like bedazzled sleeping bag or something. Well, yeah. You know, I didn't get the invite. You could have asked me. There's room for two in your little. Uh, yeah, I, like, Cabin, I uh, like to sleep alone, personally. Oh, I thought you were going to say you like to sleep in the nude, and I was like, all right, I'm good. Sometimes, Yeah. so you might not want to be there for that. <laughs> also, your cot is not very friendly. You actually lent me one of yours once. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it was last time we were up here. It was terrible. Yep. <laughs> not sure. that it's, We're already uh, getting uh, derailed here, but... Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, so it's anyway, fine. I'm starting at the back of the pack. I don't know. Initially, it was like 16th. Now it's 20th. Oh, Jesus. So I can, you know what, though? 
What? I can only get better from here. Yeah. Yeah, you're a good enough driver to just walk through the field. Yeah, you can do right. It. I'm going to be like Jesus. I am going to walk on water tomorrow. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> you, okay. I'm kissing babies all weekend, too. <laughs> Wonder. Well, oh, wait. What's up? Should we mention the new new uh, new sponsor for today, though? Too? Yes, we have yeah. a new sponsor for today and probably today only, unless we do this again at the track. Ah, which we uh, should. Pioneer Valley Brewery. Delicious. Is sponsoring us only because their representative, Dave Nadu, who is here racing today, yep. has provided power and drinks and for us. And power for us. So why not mention them on the podcast? And also, we, of course, have to mention our uh, main podcast oh, yeah. uh, sponsor, the Newport Propane. For continuing to sponsor us through all these uh, wacky episodes that we keep doing. Um, I'm just trying to yeah. figure out why we're so far apart. Because we decided to have a guest at some point. Um, a guest with a really... Um, with a microphone yeah, right there. A very sunny, sunny color uh, chair. Yes. Yes. Let me kind of... Who Who's the first guest that wants to be on the Formula Hooligan podcast? Rob, you kind of have just been sitting there for a bit. You want to come on? Hold up. Wait, who's coming up? Rich. Rich? Come All on right. the podcast. All right. Yeah. Hey, make a hand for Rich Hemingway coming on the He's Formula starring podcast. season four of Cobra Kai. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he is. So, yeah, we don't have a, a little thingy for you. You're just going to have to hold that. Oh, yeah, you're just going to hold that. Actually, no, watch. You just put your thumb in the bottom, and then, uh, you know, just hold it so. What? I'm just what joking. About? I'm just joking. <laughs> It's, just, uh, it's, just it's meant to be mounted on a. Oh boy, this thing is coming down, huh? Look I don't mind. Oh, that fine. looks like it's going to tip over. Yeah, it's like the Titanic. So I can hold point. it like this. Can you? Okay. All right, yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel uh, very fancy. Uh, yeah, yes. as you, as you, you should. have a nice, a nice lean going. You like my chair? <laughs> That's uh, this chair is uh, very mint. Rob Johnson has a pair of shorts, exact same color. <laughs> True story. Oh, you kind of needed that today. So how did your day go? Because you were obviously running World Formula Light like yep. I was. Yep. Yeah. So my day went fine, except I had a little, a few, a few issues with the brakes. The uh, brake pad was dragging. The ax because the axle ended up shifting. Am I a little loud? No, nope. no, no. I nope, banged my good. head off this because I'm just. I I got you right here. If it's any loud, I, I sweet. You had issues with your brakes last race, didn't you? At the, you had yes. told me that when you ran yeah. the heavies. Yeah, they were they were Stick coming it. on and then they were going off. So it was weird. They'd lock up and then they'd release. Yep. So Mike had to rebuild them, rebuild the master Whoa. cylinder after the last Did race. Did that happen today? That happened no, no, after no. the last oh, okay. race. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But you know what? Thank God I did the heavies because if I hadn't, I would have shown up here with crappy brakes. Yeah. But so uh, the last thing you want is crappy brakes. Crappy brakes. But you know what? Today was uh, an interesting day, right? We had... All right, Rain. we don't care. Next guest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. You know what? <laughs> this uh, microphone is just the right it size. It gives you power. <laughs> I feel like you're you're better with the mic than I am. I just bang my own head off this thing. It's like, well, luckily I'm holding it. So if I, I if know. I bang it, it's because I fall asleep. <laughs> uh, I don't think any viewers are gonna fall asleep during this one. Well, how was your not. how was your uh, so I was just saying, it, it was horrible, but I, I described it as it's still a 9 out of 10 as far as fun factor. I mean, you're It is ra- fun you're, to you're race racing. in the rain, isn't it? Actually, yeah. Yes. So I enjoyed I it agree. most. This um, is your first time in yes. the rain. Yes. I enjoyed it most when it was a downpour because you had that, that sensation of speed and just being blinded in front of you, but you could still yeah. see out your sides. Yeah. yeah. But it was actually the last practice and qualifying where I couldn't see anything. Because it wasn't really raining, and my, my advisor was just kind of fogged up. Yeah, yeah. And it was like death, you know. You, Did you crack it open a little bit? I opened it all the way. All the way? Yeah, it's a bad idea. I think oh there's God. a stone still in my eye. <laughs> yeah, that's... Don't do uh, that. 
actually, it came open. Kids, do not open like, your visor all the way in the no, rain. It no, do not open. do that. So you, who was it, though? You told me that there's more of a bump right on the back straight now. You've seen Yeah, where the, right. where the where asphalt yeah. changed. My Correct. visor yep. Yep. popped open. I hit that bump so hard. And I didn't, yeah. I'm not talking about the curb. There's definitely something going on. Oh, yeah, where, where, they, where the both of them meet. Yeah. Yeah, so a couple years ago, Alex and I were practicing. Last year, I think. La was it last year? Yeah, yeah. And Alex was behind me, and I hit that, and it threw me sideways, and I felt like I was gonna, yeah, that flip to right today. over. Yeah, that's what I thought. It can be scary. It can, but it's, um, yeah, but nothing bad ever happened. Well, I gotta know no. about Alex's uh, time on the uh, Rotax. Yeah, yes. you look smooth operator. Hang on. I out gotta, there. I think I gotta do what you're doing here, Rich. I gotta, cause I, I, hold I, I gotta look like this at you and, and be off mic and shit. So hang on a second while I figure out. I'm glad I can give you inspiration. I'm just going with the lean. It's almost like one of those memes where I'm like, oh no shit! I feel, I feel like I'm on a morning zoo, zoo, zoo. Yeah. <laughs> hang on, I'll figure this out. But you enjoyed the rain for the first time being. I in did, the yeah. Um, but tomorrow I'm just. I don't know how much. I'm gonna try to just have fun. What do you have for tires for tomorrow? Whatever. Uh, well, that's what the problem. It's those shitty purple Lacans, which I don't know what. I would have been better off literally taking Vel Velcro and just attaching it to the slicks that I had. Velcro. Yeah, Velcro. Right. God damn it. Well, it's you know, I'll tell you the uh, the different tire <laughs> compounds are amazing. It yeah. really yeah. shows. I mean, you can actually yeah. feel it. You know what I mean? You can feel it, yeah. and then if you put. The same, if you put Alex in a go-kart with different tire compounds, he's going to be two or three seconds quicker in on one compound of rain tire. Right? Potentially. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're just in a weird situation with the whole tire shortage. and With the whole yeah, pandemic. It's what, it's and, what you yeah. have right. to deal with. Right. Got, There's no tires. Yeah. Uh, so what were you I, running? What did you run in quality? I'm running the, the newest Lacantes that we have, the Lacant Whites. Oh, uh, okay. How did they, they fare? I'm not a fan at the moment. You know, yeah, I understand it. It's supposed to be the spec tire, rain tire for the NHKA. That's right. And that would be all good and great, but like I was kind of leading to with the whole shortage of tires and, and how everybody hasn't had the availability to the, the LeConte Whites, we have to do this thing where, all right, if you have some used other brands, you can use them because we don't have enough of them and all that kind of stuff. Kind of seems like the LeConte Whites are the harder tire, though, which... Isn't I think that great are. in the short run, which is what go kart races are. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it's being handled as well as it can be. You yeah. Know? It, I, it's not like we can be like you know we're the all important NHKA. Lacant needs to give us all their tires. You right. Know? We're not that. So, I think it's just something we're gonna have to deal with this year, and hopefully come 2022. Well, I, I, think, I think things will be more regulated. Then. I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, the big issue was we thought we were gonna get the tires. Yeah. They were shipped, and they just didn't show up when they were supposed to show up. And then, I mean, what what are we supposed to do as a club if it starts to rain and we don't have rain tires for people? We can't right, right. tell people they can't. They have to run slicks. Well, that was the big thing. Everyone going. go home. Right. <laughs> right. They stayed for this, damn it. You can't your money, see. The, you know, the uh, camera's not wide-angle enough. There's about 180 people here. <laughs> 180 well, people right, right yes. here. Yeah. There's 180 entrants. Right here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number one fan right here. But uh, oh, oh, you're, you're a silly boy, Charlie. But boy. it's still fun. I mean, racing in the rain is always fun. Yeah, I, I like right. racing in the rain. I hate everything else about racing in the rain, the cleanup and all that crap. Yep. Drives me nuts. But, uh, yeah, racing in the rain is fun. It's been, uh, you know, you described your day, described your day. I guess I'll go for my day. Yes, let's hear um, it. Let me guess. You were out in front. 
No. I only finished <laughs> no, no, second. No, no, no. It was tough. Second fastest. <laughs> it was it's a tough word. day, though. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what to do with my hands. I think I might have to quit. I qualified I'm fourth today. Oh, I'm my a, oh God. wow. Fourth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is new territory for you, my friend. No, I like it. Make it challenging for him. Yeah. We should chop one of your legs off. No. So that way, no, yeah, thanks. So like, he has no. to lean down and hit the brake with, with his, his hand. left hand. You know, they do have a handbrake, though. They do make handbrakes, oh, yeah. yeah. There I'd was like that, that team at the uh, 24 Hours of Orlando. That's right, the, 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 the handicap. Yeah, guys. it was all handicapped guys. They had uh, throttle and brake controls on the steering wheel. Fun fact, Brett Repke had a handbrake on one of his uh, old chassis. Why is that? For the front brakes. He had front brakes, and it was a handbrake for the front. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. He huh. liked it. I, I, I can't imagine I have to deal with that. I'd rather just have all with all yeah, the, I would one like pedal. It. Yeah, me too. I think I'd just like it all with one pedal. And then I've, I've seen the front and rear brake setups on, like, the Masters and the Shifters, and it's yeah. just a little dial to dial front to rear, whatever you want. That's right, a little bias, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can, like, reach for it while racing. No, but. I don't think you could do that. I mean, you have to really slow down quite a bit to do that. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, unfortunately, seniors, you guys can't run front brakes. Only no, masters. you know, it, it's fine. Yeah. You know, go-karts are fine with the rear brakes. But you would love front brakes, though, wouldn't you? I know. I've driven a shifter with the front brakes, and it is incredible how short your stopping distances are. It really is something special. I, I remember, So the first time I drove a shifter yes. was we went to Josh. that practice day. Yeah, yeah, Josh Dennis' yeah. old shifter. And um, he let me drive it at that practice day, and I remember just going so deep into corners and shit like that. And then you let me drive your car yeah. afterwards, which just has the rear brakes. I kept spinning, just spin, yeah. spin, 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 spin. I can't go so deep with this. I know, and yeah. I, I threw it in the gravel. Yeah. And you made me clean it, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's, I should be doing this. He goes, I, th I think you went into the gravel the first lap you brought my car right, up. So the, that's the most mysterious karting incident I've ever had where we were going full blast down to the bowl, which is like easy yeah. full blast. Yep. And the rear and front just swapped ends. I don't know why. I just went whoop, and then I went out backwards out of the bowl <laughs> and into the gravel. I still can't tell you why. No. I, I have no idea. There, I was, was, there was a glitch in the matrix that day. Th there was because yeah. I'm yeah. like. Uh, I didn't even I'm, know there was gravel over there. So we're splitting the okay. cart, and Alex takes it out, and I'm waiting for him to come by, waiting for him to come by. Waiting for, no Alex. <laughs> yep. And then you come in, and I'm like, I went in the gravel. And you're like, I have no idea how it happened. It didn't happen again that day. Nope. Just that one time. Just the one time. I did keep, uh, it was kind of like a rude introduction to uh, Mike, which was funny. I remember uh, I kept spinning it. On oh, the oh, my hey, God. Speak of the devil. <laughs> He's talking just about. CGI. It's not real. Don't worry. We're okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're talking about when uh, Alex ran you over at the uh, hill course in that practice day. Yeah. I keep bumping really? my head. And then you, you pointed I, him off I, track. So it was a day where I drove a shifter car, right? I got really used to front brakes, and then I jumped in his cart and was not used to just rears. <laughs> And I spun into you twice. Okay. And then I remember you coming over to me like, what are you doing? I guess I wasn't too happy about it. You were not no. very happy about no, it. No, there was no smiles. This is before I was racing with you guys. I was just practicing here, just having fun, you know? So. It should happen. But, uh, yeah, it should happen. Exactly. I still hate you. Exactly. Uh, not in my book, but on his book it might get bleak. <laughs> no. We're all good. This is the producer no, right here. No, we started. We only bleep right, well, things. I, I got to we only would bleep things so because his grandparents. Were <laughs> uh, what am I doing? I really don't know. I'm, I'm talking. We're just talking. What's the purpose of life? What is the purpose of life? Racing? Yeah. 
That's Isn't a that good a one. Life? I like racing. I don't understand that though. When people say life is a race, like no, is it really though? Because I think people, people like try to, to be... extend their life as long as possible. Mm. So therefore, are you really racing to the end? No. So what you're saying is you should just take it easy. Yeah. So I think tomorrow until I'm you going to, to wave track. everyone by and just be like, I'm you winning know, because I'm extending my life. You know what? I hope everyone else feels the same way yeah. as you, except for me. That would be fantastic. <laughs> or maybe. We get a whole bunch of go-karts together and just fucking go full speed and spin the earth in the opposite direction, mm. and then we can slow time. Something well, tells so me we that do go-karts don't have that ability. We you could know pull like a, it'd be like a Superman. There was a right? Road and Track article I stole about that where they said if you took every car on the planet and all did it in one direction at the same time, theoretically, if you could do it. Nothing you, would happen? No. You, oh. you, <laughs> 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 Evidently, Part the world would stop. Is that what you're going to say? Yes, something to that extent. Yeah. That would be, uh, that would be very... We should those are one that. of those claims that nobody can prove. Yeah, it's just something yeah. some, some kind of author wrote. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Tesla's working on it right now. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that will uh, come out as a subscription pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, you know what's funny? I wish I was wearing my hat. So remember you I are was, wearing a hat. No, not, the, not oh. the one I was talking about. So remember I was joking you about the Tesla logo? The T? The V? Whatever you <laughs> Yeah. I remember so what the T is supposed to be. So I've been wearing a hat all day that literally people say the same thing to me all the time. Really? It's a Rafa Nadell hat. And his really? logo wow. is really a, um, it's kind of a, it's like the bullhorns. But it really? It kind of looks like the Tesla T. Or, or something else. Yeah. So I kind of wish I had it just so I could be like, look at you need to you really need to cool. get this. I need to see this thing. I know. I, I took it off actually for that reason because it's you did. It's kind of, I don't feel it's very. You don't feel comfortable with it. In my own skin, no. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ! I had to get my Ford racing hat on. <laughs> That's I like it's, that hat. Yeah, they're they're probably gonna sue me. Oh, I got the hiccups. I saw it. I'm yep. sorry, guys. That's you know fine. what you do if you have the hiccups? You just hiccup into your shirt. Hiccup into what? your shirt and somehow that stops it? You can't really predict a hiccup coming, though. It's kind of just, oh, my that's God, it true. hits you. I know, it just hits you. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's, uh, that's what beer will do for you and all this food. Which, food by the food way, has been delicious. Yeah, we yeah, should comment about delicious. the food. Not only have we been sponsored by uh, Pioneer Valley, but yeah. um, I can't even shout so out the John, names of everyone. So John Teixeira and Marcelo De Campos. Yes, okay, yes made a very And Hugo and Toby Armanderas. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. I had one of everything. And that's why I'm paying the price right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. That's why I, I got stretch pants. Like, yeah, I don't like that feeling, but oh, I did grab way, another bag of chips. <laughs> I will say the porta potties have been cleaned. They smell like a swimming pool now. Fantastic. Really? Yes. yes, they were cleaned. I saw them here yep. as well. Yep. Nice. Which is great pots. because that anyway, one over there, it looked pots, like yeah. it looked like somebody over there just like walked in, closed the door, and let loose for oh. some reason. So now why? it now it should be better. I don't know. Why do you? I don't do know that? what. I'll tell you something funny. At lunchtime, I drove about 10 minutes down the road to find a pristine bathroom. Where, where did Mid, you Where did you go? Uh, a house Somebody's pizza. house? Is that a pizza place? Place? House of pizza to... There's a house of pizza. There's a house of pizza in every Oh, was it Enfield? There is, yeah. Enfield, yeah. Yep, so I went there, nice, clean bathroom. I was like, I'm not shitting in a porta potty. Well, you know there's also a bathroom in that barn over there, right, that you can use? Damn it. Was it open? I thought it was It's close. open. Go on the other side. See? Now you know tomorrow. Oh, dude, I totally forgot about that. That's been open the whole time? It's been open the whole time. You could actually go up and do a little, uh, you know, didn't they used fun to bath. Didn't they used to serve food to. in there, too? Yes. Yeah, everyone's Why is that? Yeah. Because so when we came here, like, a while back, this is before I even ever yeah. carted many years ago, I remember them serving food and stuff. Because they don't serve it. They'd have someone else come in that would would uh, would sell food, but they just right. haven't done it. And for, for whatever reason, nobody wants to sell the food. Uh 
I don't remember having food in there since. Yeah, Papa's, Papa's Dude, you used to used walk to in the food. whole thing, and it was like you sit. They had um, tables and yeah, chairs. Yeah, there was a, yeah, yeah. a couple women that would sell, you know, yeah, watermelon and, and, and sandwiches and everything. It was fantastic. Yep. Yep, it's just a GoPro. Don't worry. It does. It yeah. does. Fu- funny. It's funny. It's funny. Funny. Yeah. I gotta rotate myself. Yeah. There we go. Nice. Now I feel like I'm more in the show. Um, nice. So no one can see on camera. We we have a really really uh, high stakes uh, bags or cornhole tournament. Yeah, going there's on a right cornhole now. tournament going yeah, on. Uh, there's a set of what? Currently, uh, I one of the games money. is zero to zero, and the other one is yeah. nineteen so? to about fifteen. I think those bags are filled with cocaine. You Something can tell. tells me that they don't. <laughs> that, under- I don't think they understand there's a scoring system. I think everybody's just kind of keeping it Oh, the other head. side, yeah, they haven't figured yeah. out the uh, scoring aspect? No, no, they're just, they're just going with it. I think so. And they're somehow smuggling it's still it. out. And they, you know what they did? They put them on the cartwheels under the tires, and they smuggled them in. That's what they did. What? I don't know. I see it in movies. You're talking about the cocaine in the Yeah, uh, if you want to smuggle bags. cocaine in every movie, they put it behind the wheel, and then they mount the tire. It's like, oh, no one's going to notice. That's obviously the place that you would never look. So I would do it. Yeah. By the way, I love the fact that you don't have headphones on right now. It sounds so amazing. Do you want to no, try it? No, his, his microphone is actually really good. Is you, it a good you, microphone? That's a good it purchase, is. Charlie. Dude, it sounds yeah. really good. Wait, you, here. Let me just transfer this over so we can... Yeah. Yeah, get a, get a, a uh, yeah, sure. the full experience. Yeah, get the uh, experience for a second because you'll hear your own voice and you're going to be like, whoa. You're going to sound like a radio star. Yeah. Right? He's got a good radio voice. He does. But I never noticed it until he was actually speaking into the microphone. It's the the microphone. No, that microphone's actually really excellent. You've been been like all over, and it still picks up your voice. It still picks it up. Which is pretty cool. It's not pitchy. It's not pitchy. It's very... Can I uh, take this home with me? Sorry? Uh, Can I sleep with it? Not... not, Oh, you want to sleep with it? Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a little weird. All right, there's Um, there's the first censorship of the show. I know what we can do. Can I I heat my house with it? (laughs) You cannot eat, yeah. No, that's... That's that's part of the commercial. (laughs) The Newport Newport propane commercial. Cue the commercial! (laughs) This episode of the Formula Hooligan podcast is brought to you by Newport Propane. Wait, wait, now Alex, does anyone even use propane anymore? Do you live under a rock, Charles? Well, I know you can grill with it. Uh Uh-huh. But can you cook on the stove with it? Yes. Heat the house with it? Of course. Warm up the pool? Mm Mm-hmm. Fuel my flamethrower so I can melt snow with it? All right, slow down, Charles. What about when the lights go out? A propane generator will do you right. Okay, okay, so who would I talk to if I want propane in my house? Newport Propane, of course. They've been family-owned and operated for over 60 years now, so I'd say they know a thing or two about propane installation and delivery. Not to mention, they'll come out and give you a free estimate on any propane systems you're thinking about adding to your home. Sounds good to me. How do I get in touch with them? You can call them at 401-847-6878 or visit them online at newportpropane.com. That's 401-847-6878 or newportpropane.com. Newport Propane, proudly serving the Rhode Island area for over 60 years. Yeah, whatever happened to that? We used to do commercials, remember, Alex? Why aren't we doing that anymore? It's in every episode. It's always oh, a commercial. Really? Yeah. yeah, we hear that. every time. Yeah. It's, it's actually a good commercial. This yeah, sounds this sounds really good. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's part of the post production in every Shit, episode. Shit guys, World Formula Lights are up. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a night race? Hey yeah. dude, no, I I drove go-karts at uh, Josh Dennis's house recently around his oh, little house. I saw that. Little That's worth commenting. Yeah. We had your cave mine helmet hat thingies. What? What? You know the little light like cave mine? No, have? we didn't do that. We had uh, these like little LED blocks. It looks like they would go on a trailer or something like that. Are they on the cart itself? On the front of the cart. They were nice. powered by a drill battery that sat under your legs. These guys are it crazy. Worked, it worked oh, great. Yeah. That's it awesome. It worked fantastic. You, God damn it. Sorry. 
It was like, you know, you could see ahead of you, but you couldn't see the, like, peripheral. Yeah. So, like, you were going, like, between fence posts and branches, and it looked like Space Mountain. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's it was awesome. Just like, and then you come to the corner and slow down. How fast were you guys going? It looked probably The little quick. yard car is probably like 30-something. Yeah. Yeah. But it was awesome. So does he have, how much, how much uh, property does he have there? I couldn't really. So he's got that giant garage. It's not like he's got. I don't think he's got like acreage. I mean, but does he yeah, have? Yeah, he's got the he giant have... garage, um, the house, and then it's it's kind of like there's the road, there's the house, the garage is here, and then there's a backyard, and it kind of just goes around the and perimeter. He made it, all of that. That was so nice. Yeah. Does he have a lot of clo- his neighbors close? Yes, but all it, dude, it's redneck land out there. Oh, so they don't. When care. I was there for July, it was the July Fourth weekend, so yeah. I was there for like you know a July Fourth party. Sure. Was there fireworks and, involved too? Yep. Dude, please tell me you guys shot him off while driving. <laughs> we did not do that. <laughs> while driving. We did not do that. But, like, while we're driving around go-karts and, like, blowing up M80s, the neighbors next door are, like, shooting guns. and like, That's awesome. Yeah, dude, it was just redneck land. This is Rhode Island, fullest, right? Fall River. Is it Fall River? But, like, the like like up 24 Fall River. Really? Yeah, Fall River. Oh. I, I recently learned Fall River doesn't just exist right near the Braga Bridge. I yeah. thought that's, that, was, that was Fall River. No, it goes, it goes up. That's it's a big town. It is. It's a real big town. So where he is, man, it's like like the neighbors just like ride their ATVs up and down the road. We take the go-karts up and down the road. <laughs> That's fantastic. I was uh, yeah. talking to Teddy, and Teddy said that he was driving, uh, so right next to Fall River, Westport. Yep. And that's where uh, Teddy lives. And he was driving his, uh, his go-kart up and down Drift Road. You got the cops called on him. Yeah, well, yeah. Alex, you yeah. could do it where you live too. I feel. Like. I don't think so. No. Well, I, I mean, he's got pretty much a track away. right at the yeah, house, the, right? The, the driveway is long, but yeah, I couldn't take it down the road without somebody being like, "Ah, there's a kid going music damage." You know. Whose voice is that? Are you doing uh, the neighbor or? Whatever neighbors. There's there's multiple ones that would qualify. <laughs> yeah, my neighbors would not. None uh, of my favorite ones, Jepson Lane crew. All right. <laughs> yep. Say hello to grandma and grandpa. Hi, grand grandpa. No swearing. And Joe and Amy Gomes. That's right. Hey, that's good. You remember their names? Oh yes. Yep. Can't forget that. I might have to uh, bleep the names just in case they don't agree to have their names on t- on Dude, the show. We gotta we gotta get a release from mom and dad yeah. for uh, their names on the show. Yep. Yep. No, no, actually. Alex. No one shall know who birthed you. <laughs> <laughs> We are in witness protection now. Connection? What? Connection? <laughs> Isn't it connection? How much have you had to drink? One and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah, but if it was this... You... Oh, no. It's, I mean, I'm driving back to the... Dude, if you, if anyone drank that... I had some of that last time I was here, and it's... Yeah, it's proper race fuel. <clears throat> it is. It will put hair on your chest. <laughs> yes, as the kids Or take say. hair off your chest. One of the two. Uh, so, Alex, you got any uh, performances coming up this summer? Any gigs? You've done a few, right? <sighs> We did one, one music gig, and then I really, I don't know. Can, I, we, can I we get him ben? on for a podcast? Yeah. Can we get Ben O'Connor on here for a podcast? Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't really I mean, it's not to. a bar. But wait, well, uh. who, which which Ben will we get? <laughs> are we getting Fall River Ben, or are we getting no, uh, I want Redneck South, 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 South Carolina Ben? I want the one uh, with the twang. I want him with a twang. <laughs> with the twang. We'll Remember get, we'll when get we went ben, to that, we saw that sit down event. Didn't we get in trouble for, like, or Ismar did, or I did. Remember, we like stood up. And we we're like, "Yeah, rock on!" I, th- I think it was you. Woman's like, "Shut up! Sit down! <laughs> sit down!" I paid fifty dollars for this ticket to see my son perform. I was like, "Whoa, all right." We were getting texts from Alex during the middle of the show. He's on the drums. Yeah, yeah. There's a few <laughs> songs I'm not doing much, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's awesome." 
That's right, because Kelly came too. That's right, but who else was there? There was someone else. Didn't I bring some random friend? No, it was it was the two girls that he's friends with. Oh yes. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. Two oh, friends Kelly. I have in Newport. Kelly and Katie. Yeah. Kelly and Katie. Yep. They came down, and then it was you two, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly. was there. Yep. Yeah. 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 Kelly was there. We had a lot of fun. Uh, it was, that was good like times. Two years ago, man. Yeah, that was back <laughs> when things were normal. And they never Damn. really did get normal at that. No. At that. I think it was the Ben. What's the name of the band again? Ben what? Ben O'Connor. It's his name. Ben O'Connor. Real modest. Nope, just Ben O'Connor. Just Ben O'Connor. Sorry, Ben O'Connor. Yep. It was a good time. Yep. And I forget what I was talking about. He's touring with Nickelback. Nickelback. What is Nickelback doing these days? I hope they. I hope they've. I hope they stop. Refuse to tour at bars. They realize that life is too short to play crappy Nickelback music. No offense, Nickelback. But you're really more like a penny. This bag. episode is not sponsored. We by may get a couple. <laughs> we could probably get a couple Canadian fans. We're close enough to the border. I think Maybe. we could. Dude, all right. All right like, oh. I, I can see the Wait analytics. What? I have an idea. We need to do a, a live podcast from Austin. Yeah. We no, I've actually thought of that, dude. Yeah, we absolutely. Well, how the hell well, are we going to get these? All this down there. That's true. We're flying down there, huh? I don't know. Maybe just, we can don't bring it. It, just don't bring any clothes. Yeah, just don't That's bring all. any clothes. That's oh, it. Buy our clothes yeah, while we're there. Yeah, wear multiple layers on the yep. plane, and yep. then uh, you'll be fine. <laughs> well, no, actually, <laughs> Undo we just it all. All, all we gotta do is check in. Actually, can you? Even, no, if you check it in, that's fine. They won't scream bomb if you try to check that on. I don't think so. No, especially if it's like gonna go under the plane. I don't think they'd have a problem. Yeah, I, th- I mean. So let me just roll back. So for the Fourth of July episode we did, I wanted fireworks. You want a fireworks oh, yeah. on the podcast? Yeah, like I wanted us to do it outside. You, know, you, un- you understand that like every episode has been indoors up to this point. You yeah, know? but I think that needs to change. Hell yeah, it could. Change. I don't think anybody could hear you and over the fireworks. So that'd yeah. be that'd be the challenge. That's fine. It'd be even better then. Who yeah. cares about our voices? Yeah, yeah they just listen to the even f- hear the conversation. Boom, boom, boom! Fireworks. Sorry, right, we're doing Austin, and then we'll do. Uh, then we'll bring it to Montreal, Montreal uh, next summer. Or and Miami. Miami, yep. Miami. So speaking of Formula One, there's yes. been some, actually not some, there's been a lot of changes for next year. Well, yes, they just. The, oh. And there's been some. So qualifying. I think what's worth what we can talk about at this point, seeing as we're all kind of in the dark with this weekend's activities, uh, yeah. we can talk about the last race, Austin Two. Well, I'm sorry, um, Austria Two. Austria Two, the. Uh, yeah. Styrian? Is, it, is that the Styrian? Yeah, what does that yeah, even mean? Why is it that? I guess that's Why is it the called state, state? Yeah. In, state Austria. in Austria that it's yeah, in, right? That it's in. Is that one of the places that's underwater right now or flooded? I know there was. No. I know spa. a lot of Germany. Yeah, in Germany, oh. a lot of Germany, a lot of people Nurburg. died. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, it's not even a joke. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so we can talk about that race. And then yep. uh, I guess we can talk about the new car reveal. But as far as like yep. Silverstone right now, I'm in the dark. So. I'm in the dark, yes. but I, I'm actually um, I choose that. Do you know? Do you know how qualifying went before the sprint qualifying? Nope. Well, I, I, you, I'm recording. Let me ask you this question: gotcha. What do you think about sprint qualifying? You think you're gonna like, like it? it. You're uh, not gonna like it? No. I, initially, I'm gonna tell you. My initially, I did not like it. Well, initially, but, you haven't even watched it yet. Yeah, it hasn't happened. No, no, no. Yeah. But I'm saying when they first said they were gonna do it, I was like, Nah, I don't like it. Gotcha. I love, I love gotcha. It was kind of okay. gimmicky. Okay. Uh, no, I just think that it's going to be people are going to be um, cautiously protective of not think not about damaging I mean, the cars. Yeah, it just it's Formula One. I just I don't know. It seems because they're in park like for that's May. What we do. We typically do sprint races to qualify. Right. Yeah. Except for we haven't done that in a while. It feels like. 
We're not doing it today. Well, or we're not. Yeah, we haven't. We didn't done do it last time. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, we'll probably yeah we'll probably just do qualifying and a long final for most of the rest of the year. Yeah. Why is that? Just because it's too many. We have too many classes. Too many. I mean, people. I, I like it though because I'd rather a longer race. Me too. I actually don't. Yeah, Me I don't too. mind it either. I like well a longer race. You get to the opportunity to like get in the zone. Yes. Which is awesome. That's, that's right. Any endurance race I've ever done. That's my favorite part when you just. Yeah. Like after the twenty minute mark, you're just kinda hitting your marks That's right. time after time after you're time. Not thinking of a thing. Right. Yeah. It's just just the next corner, the next corner, the next corner. Right. You settle in like a lot of a lot of what racing is for me is like just improving every corner because there's a mistake you know about. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every corner I go through and it's like Oh wow. Well <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that right. is Greg uh, Campos. Yeah. PG thirteen, folks. <laughs> Kissed him right on the dome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what the dome's there for, I guess. It's good luck. Don't advertise. It's good luck. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I'm only I'm only part uh, Irish. I so. think we were talking about Nickelback. No, that was previous. <laughs> um, I was sprint qualifying. Yeah. Po- yeah. oh, uh, well, sprint qualifying. And, oh, oh, we were talking you... about our own. Oh, yeah, yes. Um, yeah, it, it is great to just go long and, and get in the zone with your racing. Oh, because I was saying, like, every corner I go through, it's always like, all right, I screwed up that entry. I didn't get quite close enough to the curb. But when you get those long runs and all of a sudden you can make every corner just, like, exactly like you want it, exactly Then like you, you see your lap times are, like, within yeah. a tenth, within a tenth. I mean, I shouldn't say exactly because it's never perfect. No. But, like, the little doubts of, like, oh, I should have been there, I should have been there, those start to diminish. Yes. And it's getting closer to perfect every time you go through So. It's wicked satisfying. It is. The problem I personally have, and I've mentioned it on the podcast before, is like we, we had one practice session today in the dry, and it was awesome. I was it like, was. oh, yeah, these go-karts, it's just awesome. They, they handle great, especially these road taxes in, in my brand-new car. I mean, yep. But, like, five laps in, like, the arms and my hands are just like, oh, my God. Just like, it is work. These are the hard. I think these are the one of the hardest things to really. Not that I've driven a lot of stuff, but yeah, they. Are, I mean, even the pros will talk about it. Go karts are hard. Yeah, I mean, physically, yeah. Alexander Rossi hates them. He hates them. Danny yeah. Rick yep. is not good at them. Doesn't like them. Doesn't want to race. Oh, really? Them. Yeah, he's not. He didn't. He didn't come up through karting. Surprisingly, Where did he come up in like rally car. <laughs> he must have come up through or, some um, single cars? seater or something. Yeah. Know. But he didn't come up in karting, and uh, and yeah, Rossi excited. hates it. Yeah, yeah, Rossi. Hates it. He hates a lot of things, though. The he's rage a, he's monster. He's a very pessimistic guy. He, he's, yeah. it's so funny. He's just so. He gets so upset, yet it's so subdued. Yeah, it's uh, dry humor. Dry humor. He's got a lot of that going on. Oh, yeah, he's a funny guy. He is a funny guy. So you guys think this is Max's year? Because I do. Uh, best chance yet. It, yeah, definitely best chance yet. Yep. Um, it's funny. I saw I saw like a meme or a statistic, whatever it was, something on Reddit, and it was like, uh, you know, people are all excited because Red Bull's in the lead, Max Verstappen's in the lead by a good chunk, and all this kind of stuff. And then it shows the statistics of what was happening around this time in 2018, when Ferrari was in the lead, Vettel was in the lead, and then it came to Spa, and no, I can't even say Spa because Spa, I think Vettel won that race, but like Hamilton and Mercedes still won. The Just started dialing it in, yeah. right? So it's like what we've discussed this before as far as like what we think is going on. And like, in my opinion, it's just kind of like, you know, Mercedes has been riding this high for quite some time. And I think when you ride a high like that for that long, there's just as much as we like to say, you know, these Formula One teams are like cutting edge and they're always thinking about how to go faster. 
to be a little bit of like uh, your heels, maybe? just getting a little complacent, correct? Yeah. Just being like, you know, we're the shit. Yeah. You know, maybe we don't need to spend money here and there to develop that thing, but Red Bull. Comes but here's along. the question, though. Yeah. I, I think you're onto something, but I think you've got Honda wants to go out on top. It's the last yeah. year that they're going to be branded, right, in yep. Formula One, at least for now. Yeah. And the cost cap has really kind of, I think, bit Mercedes to an extent. They had that big accident. You know what? Yeah. With uh, with Russell and Bo- and Bo- Botas. It doesn't happen. Sorry. I'm Bug. Yeah. It was an ant. Oh, we are an losing ant. my mic, but uh, it's all good. Uh, I don't even know what I was going to say. Were you ta- are we talking about the cost cap? And, yeah, uh, no, I, I said Mercedes? I thought that didn't take place till next year, though. No, it's this year. No, it's oh, part it of it's this year, yeah. Oh, okay. the, the car change didn't happen, but, like, all the rules otherwise yeah. actually did happen, including the cost cap thing. So, uh, yeah, you might have something on there, dude. That could be part of it. You know? I'm surprised... You know, Aston Martin kind of surprises me. They've, they've kind of had, like, an on-off season where it's, like, some races they're running 15th and some races they're battling for a podium. Right. And they, historically, as Force India, Racing Point, whatever you want to call them, have always been very good at making a lot out of very Punch little above with their, their budget. Weight. Exactly so right. You would think they would be enjoying this year quite a bit, and it's not been that way. Well, do you, I mean, it sounds like that the teams with the low the low rate cars are yep. the ones having the trouble. That's Mercedes and Aston right. Martin. Right. I wonder why it isn't as easy as just like okay, raise the rear, we're good. I think it's because of the way it's so technical with the arrow. I think that's the biggest thing. Gotcha. You gotcha. can't just raise it. And although Mercedes did bring some changes this week. Yep. Remember Ted? Uh, what's Ted's last Ted name? Ted Kravitz. Ted Ted yep. Kravitz. Kravitz. Ted. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm very interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Every time that red light blinks up there, it means a new person has yeah, uh, tuned in. in. And is tuning in. Actually, they're waiting for the trap door. There's sharks in here. Yeah, <laughs> wait for me to fall through. Yep. Talking to the mic, Charlie boy. Well, my mic is actually kind of. Like Charlie, you, talking you to the mic. Uh, my uh, mic is doing an exit stage left here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, we got Rob Johnson, the technician, coming in. I think the table. Come on, bending. he's uh, something's flexing. We over got there. our roadie Rob Johnson here working yep. on the mic. Go ahead, fluff me up. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Charlie. I swear to God, oh, like every Charles. every third every third sentence you say can be quotable. <laughs> All right, can be bleeped. Well, or, I mean, or I, it's holding. I think. <laughs> Wait, what is you bending? guys talked about this? Is it bleep or beeped? Are you I, being I bleep? Say, I, I say bleep. I can't tell I say bleep too, like, but yeah. the sound table? is a beep. Am I good? Okay, thank you. Right. Are you beeping the person or are you bleeping the person? I say are they interchangeable? This is hey, a, it's this Alex's is a very table. Weird argument. It is. I don't know. I don't know who's right, and I don't even know what I'm arguing. Anyway. I, I don't know what you're arguing. It's either. something. Let's, let's go back to race cars. Yeah, we've got, <laughs> we're gonna have a separate conversation now. We're gonna yeah, do we're two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that mic. Uh, Rob, do you have anything to say uh, on this podcast? You sure? Okay. You've been hanging out watching the whole time? This this mic is flexible. It's for anybody who wants to come up and talk. I'm just hogging it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Where's sure? that? I heard that Oh, really? Josh, you want to come on the uh, podcast? No? Uh, what's the name of your new, uh, Josh, what's the name of your new restaurant you got going on? Your new bar? Yeah, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, you have a great opportunity to plug. We have our to plug your bar to like 60 people right now. 
that don't live. I can't even get. How do you know they don't live in Keene? Somebody lives there. They're like, I don't want to have that on my cookies. Cupcakes. Looks like it. Oh yeah, should we bring it to? All right, we're handing out stickers. Here we go. What time is? Oh, okay, it's eight thirty. Yep. Charlie, buddy. Yeah, when I leave, you got like another fifteen. Yeah, somebody else has got to take. Somebody's got to jump in. Can you hand them out? You want to? All right, All right. Yeah, distribute. Yeah. Are those are those formula hooligan stickers? I wish. So wait. All right. Hold up. Then what we are they? tried. We tried to get merch, a uh, nice cloth, banner, all that stuff. Yeah, and it didn't you know happen. what? Because of the shitty situation we're in, like the rain tires, you can't get any merch. Yeah, everything's delayed. Yeah. As far as what you say, Mike. They told us like. To get merch? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, you could do that? Which is still going to happen, just it didn't happen this weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah. what logo did we go with? It was actually pretty cheap. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I do a lot of... Uh, <laughs> It'll be a maybe, surprise. Maybe we can debate that right now. We do now. a lot of stuff at Staples for work, and I had them run some numbers, and it was like $8 for a hat. It's pretty good with your not logo. Bad. It's yeah. actually not bad at all. Sell that for Can I get my bucks. name on mine? Yeah. Sweet. Good. Uh, Formula Hooligan, Rich Hemingway. Perfect. Super fan. That might be a ten dollar hat though. That might, oh, yeah. I might even donate an extra fifty cents. Ooh, ten fifty. Right. Yes, oh, right. he's a roundup guy, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What is that all about, by the way? What rounding? Yeah. No. This whole no. Why is it every time you make a charity? But what? What? What charity? How do I know where that money's going? Hey. Uh, what if it's right behind you? Oh, boy. Oh. oh, red, white, blue, cupcakes. I'm a, I'm a little limited in my reach at the moment, but uh, oh. Yeah, you have to come around and be on the video. How dare yeah. you? What's this? I can't, I can't hear. How oh, cute! Edward's birthday. When, when was oh, his birthday? Ver- Oh, tomorrow. Thank you. Mine was yesterday, yeah. Thank you. I'll like take it. one of these. Thank you very Dude, much. Dude, you need to sit in this chair. Your shirt matches. Oh, jeez. What's up? And you can get your uh, lime green shorts you were wearing yesterday. I appreciate I'm, it. like, kind of young for one more year. Thank you. <laughs> trying to lose a few yeah. pounds for tomorrow's race. Yeah. I'm going to be in the sauna later. What? Yeah, shedding those pounds, you know? Doing in the sauna? Shedding the pounds. Maybe, uh... Is a sauna at your hotel? Probably. No. Where are you staying? No. Uh, I don't know. Marriott. Yes. Really? Right. Oh. No way. All right. Greg, if you want to take the... Uh... Well, I will uh, take my leash. Yeah. I, I think that's the right way to use that word. You just, Here you go, uh, Greg. Come, uh, come take this microphone. Yes, come sit down. Thank you very much, Rich Hemingway, for Thank being you for on having me on your podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry for the awkward. Yeah, you just got to hold okay. it. Yeah, sit down with it here. Yeah. Oh, look. Rich left me a cupcake. <laughs> he took it away. Oh. He took here away my cupcake. That's no problem. How you doing today, Greg? I'm just fine. Am I just supposed to hold this like Just this? hold it just like that, yeah. Like that. Sound better than nope. me. You sound, you sound, you trust me, but you sound great. Dude, I sound that mic sounds do. amazing. It does, yep. doesn't we it? It's, it's, it's the mic. Yeah. It, you're crediting the mic. Yeah, well, sorry, but yeah, it sounds, you sound like a Red Sox, uh, like, uh, you know. You should well, he's really game. doing his credit himself because he bought say, that microphone. You guys are both yeah. going to start last tomorrow, you know. No, well, no, I no, already, no, yeah. no. You so, already are. Yeah, well, just always remember one of the basic rules in kart racing yeah. is that age and deceit will always defeat youth and vigor. Uh, yeah, I could see that. So when you've been doing this for 25 years, yep. everything you know, well, of course, we learned 22 years ago. Right. And sure. we've got 16 years' experience in 
how to do it better. Very or true. Defeat it. Right. Anyhow, what else, what else do you want to know? Now I've given you my wisdom. Yeah, I mean, I want to know uh, what's the secrets to racing in the rain. Go fast and don't hit anything. Well, I did all of that, but I didn't go fast. So. <laughs> racing in the rain is an entirely different art than riding in the racing in the dry. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, feel absolutely. like it's more uh, reactive, and yet you just don't have control because every turn is different. Yeah. Every lap is different. And grip, is, grip varies all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, grip. Well, there's lap, a big lap. variable also is the visibility. Yeah, yeah, well, I couldn't see anything. Yep. I stepped out on one of the practices. You, you, should, you should hear what he did. He opened his uh, oh, visor, visor fully while driving. Yeah. Oh, you were one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, one of guy. those guys. I get the report over the radio. So and so is out there with his visor open. Well, yeah. yeah. Maybe his helmet will fill with water. I mean, it didn't. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. What's raining that hard? Yeah, but wait it was, until tomorrow. At least I could see. Well, keep in mind, it's like the sled dog. The one who's in first can see everybody else True. Right. is looking well, at... I, right. Yeah. I think yep. at that point I was in last. <laughs> so, Greg, seeing as you do get all the radio calls, how did we do today, generally? Bunch of hooligans well, or were we well-behaved? Basically, everybody was well-behaved. Okay. To be honest, okay, I could right. see everybody was trying hard to cooperate. The big problem was that you couldn't get your lug nuts tight. And all the wheels I heard that. I, yeah. I, I oh, heard about that. that. What was going on? I did see yeah. him, like, bouncing down the track. Eight... <laughs> Eight carts in a row lost their what? tires. Now, oh right. my goodness. We, of course, understand with all the changes back and forth and on and off, and many of the uh, rain tire hubs are a little bit different. Right. You think they're seated, and you think they're nice and tight, and as soon as you move out, they work loose, and the nuts come. So we understand all that. Sure. On the other hand, we can't have you going out there with all your tires falling off. No. It, somebody's no, going to get hurt. Yeah, we have a lot of fans out there. God forbid if a wheel ever struck somebody, right? Yeah, I mean, that's true. Right, hundreds yeah, of them. You're creating yep. a Surrounding projectile. Surrounding the track all over the place. Yep. But uh, <laughs> We're going to have to start zip-tying them to the, <laughs> yeah. to the knuckle. We'll have yeah. to get wheel tethers like they yeah. do in uh, IndyCar F1. And right. Then. There you go. Well, if it was the whole wheel assembly, a wheel but, tether would help. But there was no big right. issues. I didn't see any big wrecks. That was nice. No, we didn't no. have we didn't have no. a single uh, red flag all day. Uh, the ambulance guys, you know, had to poke them to keep them awake every now and again. Yep. Uh, uh, there was also a session where I couldn't see, and I, I pulled off because I thought it was the uh, checkered flag. I oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, just oh, I didn't even notice that one. I was like, oh, I guess we're done. And I was like, wait, no. They're still going. They're still going. I'm like, shit. Well, that happens all <laughs> the time. But I didn't even bother to ask. Can I please just come back out? Oh, you'd already come into the pit? Oh, you're yeah. Done. Then you're done. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that much. Sometimes if you make nice, I let you go back and take out again. But Yeah. Well, the, the practices seem a little longer than I thought they were. You know, it's like, what were they, 12 minutes? Uh, they were 12 initially. Then we cut it back to 10. I know there were some folks, <laughs> excuse me, some folks that wanted to go all the way back to 7 or 8 because they felt, what? well, Are if... you eating an apple? If you could come oh. in... Okay. Sorry. It's full of Reboflavin. It's good for him. <laughs> like an apple core. Like, he can go home and tell his mother he hate his... What the hell is that? It's cake. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not an apple. That's no, a, it's not. That's a corn cake. Regardless. Let me get my specs. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, if we had been allowing people to come into the pits during practice, of course, make an adjustment and go back out, the 12-minute session yeah. really fits. If once you're off the track, you're out, Ah, perhaps we should have been doing seven-minute sessions and done three sets. 
so you'd have a chance to come in, make a change, and then go out and test. Yeah. I see. Uh, you can argue it a lot of different ways. Yeah. Uh, I felt like it was tough, though, anyway, though. The, the problem is with the seven-minute practices is that the tires don't get up to temp. Tires don't get rain. up. And, and also, you spend too much of the time at the start of the practice when you're still in the pack. We did try to stress stretch you out. That's why we did the right, like, right, the right, left. Like yeah, that, that wasn't bad. Uh, yep. We were afraid yep. if we let everybody go out, you'd all plow into each other. I, I do appreciate yeah. when you did qualifying, you did let the two rows come out because yeah, there are the guys that try to get to the front, and then it. I was thinking like, oh, is he going to do that? And then it's just like a gamble of like, all right, which line goes first? You, yeah. Well, I mixed it up. Okay. Sometimes it was right. Sometimes it was left. Sure. Yep. It, it was not yep. always the same. Right. Uh, but we did during qualifying when the groups got smaller. We'd let them out just as if it was a race. Yep. Yep. Uh, but other than that, <clears throat> we split it because it was just too big. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're ecstatic. The club is ecstatic about the number of drivers we've uh, It's got. been insane. Oh, it's I, I remember hearing, like, you know, 100 entries was something crazy. And now we're up to 180? Oh, yeah. Well, even as much as seven years ago, eight years ago. Yep. We might only have 60 entries for the weekend. Wow. Now, we ran things on a much more informal basis. Sure. Uh, the Friday night gatherings were much smaller. Uh, we could do things during the day that we simply can't do now. Right, yeah. Because there's 180 people out there. We want to try and get you on the track as much as we can. You know, you guys are spending God knows what yep. to get out there. You want to be on the track, not in the right. pit. Right, right, right. Uh, so, so it's this constant balance as to do you want to be a pain in the ass or do you want to try and consent enforce a consistent set of rules that applies to everybody. I don't care who you are. Right, I don't right, care if right. you've got 50 years experience or you're the first guy at the track. Right. Oh, you're Mike dying again? Where, it's where's, your uh, table, dude. It's just, it's your table. I don't know. I think my end is working pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. you got to get I Rod the technician Rob. over there. I'm yes. just going to hold it. Oh, really? Uh-oh. This All right. is... Alex, on, you can sit on Alex's lap. Well, this is... <laughs> This is Strectabonius. Uh, What's your name, Firebird? Hayden. Hayden. All right. Let's All right. Go. Oh, this is Oglethorpe Pectabottom. <laughs> oh, my God. He called me that every time. Well, hey, Greg, thank you very much for coming well, on. Good luck tomorrow. Appreciate good it. Luck, thank you very much. And yes, we're bringing thank you. on. Uh, thank you very much. What, what is your name, bud? Hayden, right? Hayden. Hayden. All right, Hayden. All right, man. So we're, you were out there today, right? Only twice because I okay. don't like racing in the Thanks. rain as much. Don't I gotcha. judge me for it, please. Ah, just, I, I'm I, not I, judging. I don't like it. Thank you. Yeah, it, gets, yeah. it can be difficult. Likes the rain. Yeah. Be difficult and messy. That's that's the thing I don't like is all the yeah, cleanup. Yeah, because you slip and slide a bit more. Yeah. Although, yeah, when it's, the more wet it is, the better it is with the rains. Well, right, more, yeah. You need to soak in a bit more to have rains. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. I think that's what the problem was today. It wasn't consecutively super wet. Yeah, because yeah, we... in the morning, you saw the track. It was too wet to have slicks because you'd slide everywhere. Right. But it was a bit too dry to have rains, and that was the problem. Yeah. Because yep. you'd burn up your rain tires in a couple Guilty. Laps, yep. And you'd slip Thanks. and slide all Appreciate over the place it. if you had slicks. Thank you. Right. Yeah. It was uh, it was weird this Tough morning because it was dry for a hot second, and then it rained, and then it was like, all right, half track wets. And you're right, it was, it wasn't like insanely wet, but it wasn't dry enough to go for the slicks. So we all go out in the wets. 
it did dry up. Did you make it out for when it did dry up, or did you? Uh, um, I made it out in the morning and during the day at one point. Right, but did you? Were you on wets all the time? They were all wet um, sessions. Well, in the morning, I was on my slicks because we thought it wasn't gonna rain for a while. But then, about, um, you know, th this was my first practice, you know, back there earlier in the day. Yeah. On the early part of that, it was fine, nice and dry. Then later, it started raining, and I'm like, oh, great, my visor's going to get all wet, and I'm going to get soaked. <laughs> then I start slipping and sliding everywhere. Well, before that, a guy on turn two had spun out, and um, his cart was sideways in the middle of turn two. Oh, yeah. So everyone had to go around him. That was kind of annoying. And then on the next lap, when it got extra lap, when I got extra wet, um, I spun as well over there, and that's when they, you know, threw the yellow flag for everyone, and you know. Oh, okay. Us so back. you guys were in group two, where did you do the full track first or no? No, we weren't doing the full track since since they called us these so-called little guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even though we're cadets. Um, You're 35 years old, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, not exactly that. You sound 35 with that mic. That thing makes you even sound like freaking... Uh, uh, Bob Ross? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, Bob Ross, exactly. Yeah. Like all, right, so you, all right, I got you. So so were you guys... Were you the guys that went back out on Reigns when they like restarted the day? or? Yeah, I went out once on Reigns. Yep. Yeah, in the morning when I was on slicks um, and it started raining, it was pretty annoying. And yep. I see why um, uh, Dave Nato is um, very, very insane to be doing slicks in the rain. Oh, he's insane no matter what. It doesn't matter if he's on slicks or what. <laughs> he's on way too much beer. Well, well, I mean, we should clarify he's not drinking while racing. No, However, no, no. at this moment right now, there's a chance he's on way too much beer. You know, accidentally, he was probably the first person to ever text while driving a <laughs> Did he do that? Text while uh, driving a I, I, I didn't see him. I mean, I don't know. I think he probably did. Yeah, we don't want to accuse people. I'm just kidding. That's what we do here. Yeah. Burn him at the stake. It's all good. I accuse people all the time. Tonight, I've kept it very, like, on the down low, though. Yeah, because everyone's here. And I want to get out of here alive. Yeah. Speaking of, you got like I know, I gotta five leave. minutes. You know what? I got two minutes. Yeah, two or three minutes here. And yeah. uh, we got to find out who the next villain is going to be. I want me. it to be Rob Johnson. He's been hanging around this whole Rob, time. Yeah. You can be. Charlie's got to leave. Well, no, you got to leave too. Crap. It's almost 9 o'clock. Track closes. And you guys are not hanging out. We got to get Rick, maybe. Yeah, where is Rick? Uh. There's Rick Brown behind me. Hey, Rick. You want to be a host you, in like five minutes? Do you want to be? Yeah. Do you want to be my replacement? I've already been kicked off. <laughs> okay. All right, we got his replacement. All right. We're gonna talk about IndyCar now. Talk about IndyCar and NASCAR. Oh, there's my alarm. Hey. Is Dave Nadu? It's a wild Dave. It's a wild Dave. Yep. Uh, I don't think there is such a thing as a, a domestic Dave. I think a, they're all wild. A lot wild. of accusations <laughs> about you. Let me tell you. Really. 
Yeah, he said you texted while crossing the finish line while holding a beer. Yeah. What the hell's going on with that? All right. No, I never said this. You can't drive with your teeth? I haven't tried that. What? Did you get a helmet custom built for it or something? Ah, well put, yeah. All right. Uh, so wait, who? Uh, you, we're gonna have Rick. Did Rick say he would? Yep. We should probably. <laughs> and uh, Rick, let's get you. Uh, let's get you wired in for the uh, remainder of this show. Yep. Whatever. I mean, whatever you it'll, want. It'll it'll go for however long the thing. Hey, Hayden, thank you very much for coming on. Let's give Hayden a, a round of applause. Good luck tomorrow, sir. Um, yeah, and Rick, you want to come take the uh, the middle microphone? Yeah, you can just put it put it on the table or hand it to him. Yep. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. What's up, Rick? Hey, this is Rick's third appearance. I think I have the record for most appearances you on do. the World Formula. You do. If Kieran didn't live in California, he could uh, battle for it, but he's <laughs> a bit far away. There so, you go. If you want to take Charlie's yeah. spot when he has to leave in like five minutes, right. you're very much. Yeah. All right, all right, cool. You get to wear the headset and everything. Oh, look at right. that. Here, while you're here, I'll buckle you in. Come here. Right, oh, there you go. In. All right. Let right. me get Charlie Hosey a hand for being on the podcast. Hey, <laughs> Charlie, who? <laughs> All right. This sucks because we can't have live uh, Formula One versus IndyCar conversations now. Why not? I mean, yes, we can. You and I can. We can. <laughs> yes, we still very much. But I feel like I've brought you over to the dark side a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. All right. Just uh, yeah, I know you got. You, if you want to move your chair so you're at a better angle here. Yeah. So I do have an assignment for Charlie, though. Oh, boy, an assignment. Oh, homework? You got to go yeah. home and watch some YouTube, though. And By watch, tomorrow. Watch, okay. uh, By tomorrow. All right, I'll throw it on. You got to watch um, Simon Pagano and just see the relationship oh, to yeah, Jean Girard like oh, we yeah, talked yeah. about. Because like, uh, he's the oh, man. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah. Sasha okay. Baron, yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen. All right, I will. Right. Do you, have, you, right, do you cheers, know this guys. situation? Uh, no, not really. So, do you know who Simon Pagano is for IndyCar driving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to hold that just a teeny bit closer. Yeah, Jean yeah. Girard? Yeah, yep. They're like twins. They're identical. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, take a look sometime. Yeah. They talk the same, they look the same. I'm, I, For some reason, that character has to be based on him somehow. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll have to look into it a bit more. <laughs> it's amazing. To get that... Uh, Dave, hey, how you doing today? I'm, I'm doing great. Excellent, doing great. excellent. Great to have you on the podcast. Thanks. Great to have you guys as uh, substitute hosts for the moment. It does right. suck that the track does close at nine and Charlie can't stick around, but uh, uh, yeah. not some bad replacements at the moment. The gates uh, really don't lock at nine. I, I'm <laughs> just gonna. <laughs> I don't know. We were out there uh, trying to leave at like nine ten, and Lee's out there closing the gates. Well, I walked you know. my dog this morning at five a.m. and just. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's out there now. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> How did you guys do today? Oh, I know. I know your day wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Stellar. Hey, yeah, I hate the rain, but it's it's a combination of uh, constantly adjusting the cart all day long, working with rain, working dry. I yep. think, you know, we pretty much, everybody had to deal with the same situations. <laughs> we were running all over the place trying to figure out what we were doing. I think I changed my tires on my cart like nine times. Yeah, today. it felt like that for and, me too, dude. you know, gearing, tires, everything. But all in all, not a bad day. You know, okay. You know, ran, uh, I think, let's see, I yeah, qualified P2 in the 206. Oh, uh, all right. P12. Modified P12 in uh, World Formula, but it's it's funny because in 
the dry, when I put the dry tires on, yep. I was the fastest fastest thing out there on the dries. Yep. Uh, I really didn't make any modifications for the reins. And, you know, that's probably my bad for what I did, but... It's a Le Mans start tomorrow, so I wasn't really worried about uh, I, where I, I, where I started. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, so it's, yeah. It's, it's not, qualifying is big, but it's not that big when you're doing a Le Mans start. It's true. Yeah, so I think yeah. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable where I'm at. I think we'll see where we're going to end up. And, you know, may, may make some changes tomorrow for gearing and everything because yep. I was really, Rick and I went out and qualifying. Neither one of us got a good lap. We were, we were in traffic the whole time. Yep. And I think... You know, as Rick will attest, he was running a different gear than I was. He was all over me in certain sections, and I'd be beyond all over him in another section trying to figure out. You know, it's just we're just too far apart to make yep. anything work. So, yeah. How'd you do? I didn't even. I did okay. I yeah. uh, I'm I am doing the Leconts, yep. you know, and there are debatably, well, not so debatably, softer, better tires that yep. are running out there today. Um, fourth. Not bad. That's where I qualified. Hey. That's pretty solid. Um, that's, that's yeah, it's, it's pretty solid, even considering that, uh, you know, with Tag Senior, we do have the different engines that can run within the class. Yep. Right. So it's – I, I actually – I don't know if either of you guys know, but I've heard so many different things about the Rotax versus X30 thing anyway. Yep. Where one guy will tell you that, hey, you know, Rotax, they got the high RPMs and 30 horsepower. They're, they're, they're going to be wicked down the straights. And then there's other people tell you, oh, the Rotax is way better out of corners, but it's really got nothing at the top end. And I've heard this exact same arguments for X30. Yep. What have you guys heard? So um, I will tell you, I ran Rotax for a little bit, for a, for a couple seasons. Okay. I ran Rotax. Um, the X30 just seems to have more overall horsepower. So I don't know. It's hard to compare. Like, I watched Tom Prioli run. Sure. Um, Tom's running X30. Ricardo runs the X30 or the or the Rotax, depending on what day it is. It seems, yeah. Um, and he's bad fast, no matter what he's running. So, I guess it depends on track setup. There's a lot of variations that come into play with that. Yeah. The X30 for the overall top speed seems to be just tick better. Okay. All right. Overall, end of the end of the day, right. the X30 seems to have a little bit more on the table. Yep. And that's that's what I've heard from. Yeah. Other Rotax drivers, and I don't, I don't know. know that it's. Well, what do the Ayami guys say? <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, the Ayami guys. Are, well, it's it's the old debate. It's the same debate that they had in NASCAR for years when they were running two different tire yeah, compounds. When they were running the Hoosiers year. and the Goodyears. Yep. You know, it's, the Hoosiers are great, and and if you're running you're running Goodyears, you're at a deficit. Right. And then you know the guys with the Hoosiers are going to say the same thing. They're gonna right. Say, you know right, what? Right. The guys with Goodyears have an advantage. I don't know that it's really an advantage either way, to be honest with you. I think I've never run an X30, so I don't have any real good comparison to tell you personally. Sure. Watching it on track, um, I think the X30 overall just seems to have, you know, from what I've seen, the lap times overall seem to be just a tick better. Gotcha. And whether that's short, you know, short quick speed or overall top speed, I don't know the I don't know what the, the advantage is or okay. where it's at. Okay. Um, you're driving, obviously. You're driving the Rotax. Rotax, yeah. Um, you're basic. You're you're probably gauging yourself off a couple people in the class. Yeah. So, yeah. how do you feel? I I really can't tell you yet because I'm still learning a lot. It, yeah. It's not even just the differences in motors. It's it's the gearing. It's figuring out the the finesses of a two-stroke motor because there's a lot that's weird about them. Yeah. You know, like when I you know I did four four or five years of World Formula, 
and all you need to know about World Formula is that there's 14 horsepower, and when you hit the throttle, it goes. Kind of. Yeah. In a two-stroke, well, with the road taxes anyway, like I figured out early on, like low-speed corner is kind of below where the power valve opens and kind of in that you know power band area. Full throttle is not your friend. No. You want to be half. Like half or ride it there for a couple seconds until you accelerate a bit and then give it the full. If you give it full throttle at low speed, it just goes, it dies. It's the age old story of, you know, you you listen to guys years ago talking about racing. They always used to tell you, drive like you have an egg under your your throttle. Sure, yep. And that's the Rotax is pretty much that exemplified. You, You have to have that feel. And you just can't mash the throttle, like you said. You have to kind of ease into it, let it build, yeah. and you have to feel it and listen for it as you're driving it. Right. And if you force it, you're just dead. Yep. You're not going to get anywhere. You have to kind of play with it very slowly coming out of the throttle. I mean, you're doing that in the world formula, Rick. You're, you're pretty much, with, with the throttle combination you have, he's actually using a... Um, and what do, you, what do they call it? I have a lever for a yeah. throttle setup so that right. I don't. I have twice as much pedal pretty much as everyone else. Oh, that's what that does. Yeah, yeah. on the so top of your motor there. How much gotcha, gotcha. Throttle. Yeah, so I have essentially, so I don't. Yep. I can mash it, and it's probably the same as if he mashes it at half the speed. You know. Right. So. Yeah. So he's he he has the ability to his his foot movement. Is I can modulate the yeah, throttle. He has, he has a uh, yeah much better control of overall what the throttle is doing throughout the throughout the power, whereas most of us it, it, this course is kind of weird because this course you're either full throttle or you're not. You're pretty much you're pretty much on or off. It's almost like a like a toggle switch mm, here with yeah. the world formulas. Yep. With with the Rotax, it's a much different game. When I ran shifter here, it was kind of the same thing. You kind of okay. had to. Especially with the short course, you have to kind of just play with it and let it pick up and get power and kind of just listen for it, stay where the engine RPMs and where you're not feeding it too much fuel. Yeah. Not getting it, you know, not just flooding it out. Because that's basically what you're doing with the, with right, the, yeah, with, with the Rotax. That's exactly what it feels like. It just feels like you, you give it the full beans and it's like, nah, I'm all set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't swallow this fast. Exactly. And that's pretty exactly. much what it comes down to. Right. Well, right. is it a similar, 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 similar situation as the tires? Are there three Iamis in front of you, or are there you know Ricardo, there, which is a rock? Yeah, that's a that's I've a, heard a rock game. is the, the yeah. top of the top of the throttle. What's that like? An extra four horsepower? Six. 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 Wow. It's Thirty-six horsepower. Wow. The the penalty being that you have to be thirty pounds heavier. You have to oh, be like three ninety something. Thirty pounds for that. I it, no, I'm sorry. I think you have to be three eighty five. We have to be three sixty five. So it's twenty pounds. Okay. However, from what I can tell, it doesn't seem to be much it of a seem, penalty. You know, seems to be the it, way it, to go, it, especially it, in the rain. It's kind yeah. of funny, you know. Like you look back at the weight stuff, though. I mean, we we've talked about this before in in the world formula side of things. Um, a couple of years ago, when Rick, myself, and Pat Dennehy were running up front all the time. Yep. All of us were way overweight. We were, I mean, Pat Dennehy was running, what, 387, 386? Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and was one of the fastest carts on the track. I was up in the 370, high 370s. Rick I was, was right in, around 380 at that yeah, point. Yeah, right around 380 at that point. And we were all fast. So I don't know if the weight deficit necessarily is a big enough impediment. Right. For six extra horsepower. For six extra horsepower. Yeah. I, think, I think driver skill comes into play a lot. 
yeah. um, driving Which, style. I will say, you know, Ricardo, who it's, is running the Vortex Rock, he is a great driver, and yeah, I will not, I will would not deny if that. He had a, if he had a Rotex today, too. Could, could be, yeah. yeah could like, be, yep. All right, so, so what I are the other two? That. Um, so it's Mark. That's an IR. There's a, there's a new – well, I don't – he's new to me anyway, and a lot of these guys are new to me because I don't know the field too well. Yeah. Um, I can't think of it. He's running a Praga. It's like 330-something. Um, kid with a, a beard and kind of a, a curly afro type thing going on. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I've never seen him till today. Oh, really? Um, oh. But he's running a Rotax. Yeah. He is running a Rotax. Yep. However, I think he has a different tire. He's not running Lacan's. That's another thing, too. You can't yeah. really gauge the engines because everybody's got different I know. Yeah. Too, there's so. so much variety in, in the class I think, yeah, today, that's going today's on. Today's kind of a hard, really hard balance to try to figure out what you're doing against everybody else. Because right. Everybody's got so much variability with what they're running, whether they're, you know, again, like you said, you know, you got engine in your class, you've got so many engine combinations. Right. Then you add the tire combinations. You really have probably 27 different combinations overall that are possible yep. Yep. to be in that class. And that's that's a difficult thing to gauge yourself off of here at this location with this situation that we've got going on with the rain. Yeah. Yeah, so, so hopefully it doesn't rain tomorrow. That's right. It's going to rain tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Gonna, it's going it's to. It's so I've come up with a plan. What's this? So this, starting, this? This does not come out tomorrow, so go ahead and show I'm you. I'm starting 10th. Yep. I have no chance at winning because I had LeConts on. Okay. Which, there's the Hoosiers and a bunch of Bridgestones and, and a couple. Well, of, Dave running Vegas. Dave's going to run Vegas. I'll, I'll <laughs> let you finish, but then I have a theory. So, so I, think, um, I think the Bridgestones seemed like they were a good second faster a lap. Yep. yep. I think I'm gonna start from the rear with my with the bridge stuff. I've thought about it because that's that's the penalty of running tires that were not marked today. Right. So I think. Well, yeah. I'm, I'd go from 10th to 23rd. What does that do? It, it, On a, a Le Mans cards, start. But you just you just gotta avoid the riffraff. Well, the ri I'm in the riffraff. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that. true. That's true. Like but now I'm you're right behind it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm right behind him in the riffraff. So. And I'm thinking, you know, that's the same thing for me. It's like in the 206, it's it's ironic. I actually ran faster in the 206 yep. than I did in the World Formula. What? Today? By half a second there was, in qualifying. There was, a, there was two or three 206s that would have been in the top, like, five in World Formula somehow today. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, well, his 206, he had Vegas on. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. And... It was. What would you have? MGs on the. On I, the I had MGs on the World Formula, and I'm not real thrilled with the MG performance today. It's so interesting. I'm not thrilled with them at all because everyone told me that they were better than the Lacans, not as good as the Bridgestones, not as good as the Vegas. Well, I pulled the MGs off of my cart and ran two and a half seconds faster with the Lacans. Whoa. Yeah. Two and a half seconds. Wow. So yeah, and I'm I'm running I'm MGs running with him, and I'm good. on the MG. <laughs> yeah. So I that's the thing is like we went out and dry, um, the second session we went to an option. So I, I went dry, and I was running probably a half second faster than the field. Yep. In the World Formula, and it's it's it was insane how quick I was. I'm like, okay, this is golden. I'm gonna be happy. This is gonna be great. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I bolt on the card. I'm gonna be in good shape. And yep. I put the MGs on, and I slowed down so much. I'm like, I can't believe. I feel like I'm dragging the brakes the whole time. Wow, that's yeah, it's that's it's, crazy. it's a weird, weird combination. And then the two oh six, I had I had this mismatch setup in the beginning. I was running for reins. I was running Bridgestones with MGs in the rear, Bridgestones front, MGs rear. I was running them backwards. <laughs> okay. Because 
the track was like a medium dry, half wet. It wasn't fully wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I determined that the best option for me was to pull the water under the tire to keep it cool. Instead of wearing okay. them. Instead of, instead, okay. Instead of melting them. Yep. So I ran the tires backwards. And I was a half second faster than anybody else in the field in the 206 with them backwards like that. And Jesus. It's, it's, it was just weird. It's, it, it, the combinations are endless, what you can do with the tires. And I think that's what's happening out here is we're seeing a bunch of different combinations of tires. We're seeing, you know, we've got bigger fields today than we probably ever run against yep. in the class that we're running. Um, I think World Formula, we had, what, 30? I think there was 30 entries. 30 entries in the World Formula. Because it was closed on bike reg. Yeah. Wow. And... I think we were close to 30 on the 206, too. So it's just anybody's game at this point. Yeah. You know, it, you want to qualify up front, but the reality is, like Rick was saying, is we can start from the back, and it's you're starting from the back. It's from a 25-minute race tomorrow, yeah, right? from a Le Mans start. It's 20. 20, okay. But from a Le Mans start, you're really starting, you know, 100 100 feet at the most 100 feet behind behind some behind the front actually from you know 23rd place you're starting 100 feet back yep 100 feet you can make up if you're a second faster a lap yeah or even even if you're a quarter second faster lap 100 feet isn't that bunch of a a deficit rick i say go for it i think i'm gonna yeah yeah i I have to lose because i don't think that i have i think i have a go-kart that could finish in the top five at best okay so why not go for it? Yeah, yeah. And if you if you don't, it's the the loss isn't as bad, right? Because you can manage it better. I think with better tires, you're going to have a better run overall. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's worth going for. And it. I think that's yeah. why that's why I'm do, I'm going to run the Vegas on it. I'll take the I'll take the hit the same way. I'll run the Vegas to start from the back. Yeah. Because why wouldn't I? Um, yeah. You know, if, if yeah. they're that much faster on the 206. I do have to admit that I had all day. To mount the Bridgestones and just run them in qualifying <laughs> and not go through any of this. Yeah. But I didn't realize so, that they so were So my much theory better. that I was going to get to, and it, I'm hoping that I have something behind it. What uh, What do you shake? What do you mean? What do you mean? My theory's a no good, Arturo. <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right. Um, my only hope for tomorrow, running the Lacans is that given that it is a 20-minute race, which is a decent chunk of time, I don't know, these softer compounds that are faster, maybe they'll be garbage by the end of the race? And these Lacantes that are harder? All depends on how much rain we have. Yeah, I was, I was kind of yeah. hoping for that all day. We're, you know, we were running out there in the dry with the rains, and I was like, let's just keep pushing these kids to burn up their tires because that that's kind of the game. It's if you can get, get them to chew. I was, like, the last two practices, I think I ran a total of seven laps. Yep. The last two practices, because I got I got out there, I was like, okay, it feels right, it's close, I'm not gonna push it because I don't want to melt my tires down, because yep. it was dry, right. it was drying out, and then right. we got that rain right at the right at the end of the day, which really caused us to push the rain tires as hard as we could. But you know, that I, is the rain's gonna be a determining factor on my on what I choose to do tomorrow, because if it's if it's dry or half dry, there's yeah. not a chance. That I'm gonna run the Bridgestones because I've got brand they'll new cons. I don't think they'll yeah. make it in a yeah, yeah. I did. I did notice in the morning. I'm sorry, morning and afternoon. The yeah. first practice, which was wet, and then the third practice, which was wet, were two totally different wets. Yeah. yeah. The first practice wasn't that wet. Yeah, no, it was damp. You know? It was damp. It was damp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like enough to where you might not trust slicks, but not really like 
the wets were doing their job entirely. No. That third practice, oh yeah, the standing water puddles. Yeah. Yeah, it was running. Yeah, it's, I think the second practice, or the, the first practice, I was actually coming out of turn one and turn two, and I was immediately heading as far as I could to the right to find water. Yep. Because the track was so dry, I was worried I was just gonna melt them right off the cart. Yep. At that point. I only ran two practices today, one in the dry, one in the wet. <laughs> oh, really? That's all I did today. Yeah. Slacker. What? Well, I couldn't I could have sworn out. you parked up, uh, you know, with us. With I Rich. kept bringing it over and then bringing it back and changing things. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so I ran two oh, practices in qualifying. So, And my one practice in the wet was on MGs, and then I switched to the cons immediately. So I really didn't have any practice for qualifying either. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, I look back, I saw Rick on brand-new LeConte, and I'm like, oh, he's either going to love these or he's going to absolutely hate them. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't certain which way it was going to go, and then I turned around halfway through the session and it was me and Rick side by side together with each other and we were in you know nice. we backed yeah. ourselves up off the traffic off the crowd and we ran them down in, a, in half a lap again yeah and we caught them in the worst possible spots and we were just we were fighting with we you know battling traffic the whole time which it, it you know that's that's part of the game here is you know as anybody knows who qualifies you know trying to get your lap to be by yourself not impeded by anything you try to back off and give yourself the room to do it. And then, you know, you go out and you try that. It's great, but if you don't back up enough and you run everybody down, now you're caught in that same Right, situation. yeah, yeah, And then exactly. you're stuck because once you've started that cycle, you can't repeat it. Right. Because everybody's behind you caught up again. So you either have to just totally forfeit a couple laps and back away from everybody, but it's never going to work. You're Which never is gonna, a yeah. five-minute race, five-minute yeah, qualifying, you, don't have the time you only had to do seven it. laps. So yeah. Yeah. we didn't have a whole lot of options, but it is what it is. Yeah. See what happens tomorrow. It won't be terrible, I hope. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just We're all dealing with the same condition. Oh, yeah. I yeah. have another theory, too. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. So I'm not sure how fast Alex Gomes is. What do you mean? <laughs> you better tread carefully. We know. I have the mute us, button. But <laughs> it's kind of funny that the kid that bought your cart, who's only raced in two races, is on the pole. I think that cart's just no, special. Not. I think he is. No, he's not. The kid with the Hoosiers in your cart? Yeah. He's on the pole. No, he's not. He told me he was. He's not. Louis is on the pole. Oh, was he second? No, he didn't qualify today because he broke a seat strut. Then who's got the Hoosiers that are on the pole that everybody's telling me about? I think it's Kyle. Kyle, who uh, won the rain race. Uh, oh. The other rain yeah, race. Yeah, there's, there's Kyle. Yeah, I don't sorry, know if he's so on I apparently Hoosiers. Have no sorry, idea Kyle. What's going on. Yeah. All right, so Alex Gomes is still fast. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I appreciate it, <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to uh, see how fast I am. I gotta take a piss so bad. <laughs> you guys think you can continue a conversation I th for a I th bit? I think we can probably handle this. All right, I'll be right back. You guys take the show. All right, hey, Alex hey, Gomes. hey, Alex, Alex, <laughs> right in there. All right, cool. I'll make this. Right. Wow, uh, when you're a big shot producer and cool. show yeah, host, you get to use the bathroom in the camper. Yeah, yeah, you get the direction. Look at that. So, so what's the plan for tomorrow? We're we gonna actually do something here. We're we gonna just. Uh, Try to ride around and see what happens. <laughs> I don't think that was my wife. <laughs> it might have been. It's track wife. Track wife. So I think that we should put on tires and run from the back. I think I think I think that's probably not a bad idea. I think we should I think we should see how we can do. I think that's a good idea. I think we can we can probably manage. Like I said, you know, Lacan start it's one of the things I went to Mike with, and I said, you know, are we definitely running the concert? He said, yep. Uh, Le Mans start? He said, yeah, we're running the Mans start. So I think 
you know, given that, it changed my attitude about qualifying to some degree. Because it doesn't matter it, as much. It doesn't. I mean, the points for qualifying matter. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, thank you yeah, for that, that one. We both took a hit on that one today. Oops. Yeah. What do they count at? I think at half points. I think we're supposed to get half points for qualifying. So today. what do I get, 40? Half of that. 20? Yeah. What's Ryan get? So he was... Where was Ryan? Six. So six normally is probably about 60 points, so he gets like 30. And I get 20? Yeah, I Ooh. think that's... So it's not terrible, but it's still... It hurts. It hurts, yeah. Andy's six, and I'm probably going to start last. <laughs> or well, la- almost last. Well, there's that, Last-ish. Yeah. You know, and that's... It's kind, of, it's kind of the thought. I'm like, I'm looking at the 206 side of things. For me, because I'm running both, but the 206... You know, I qualified second, so it's a good day for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how that's going to shake out. I'm just hoping that things come together during the race. I, yeah. think, I think during the race, I'll be okay. Um, qualifying in traffic, dealing with everybody that's out on the track. we got a lot going on. I was able to pass a lot of cards. Yeah. But I wasn't able to get a good, solid, clean shot yeah. at a lap. I right. just I never got that. Greg, as well, who qualified on the pole, didn't get a great clean lap either by his own admission. Right. So I think I think between the two of us fighting for a good clean lap, nice product placement, Alex. We like that. <laughs> yep, Pioneer Valley Brewery, Golden Valley Ale. Another great sponsor for the product. That's what's in this cup, too. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think... I think Overall, I think tomorrow is going to be a whole, it's a whole new adventure for tomorrow. I don't think, today was great. We practiced, we figured out what our cards can do and what, what we want to do. But I think tomorrow is really the telltale of what, how we're going to figure out what we do to race. We all race different than we qualify. Yeah, I definitely race yeah. better than I qualify. Yeah. Well, most of the time. Most, well. Last race didn't go so well either. <laughs> Charlie beat me. Ugh. Uh, Charlie, yeah. Did you not enjoy the last episode as much like you said you weren't gonna? I actually did enjoy the episode. I enjoyed the episode. Too. I actually, good, good, very good. I will give Charlie credit that some of my mistake was forced by him. Oh, yeah. Well, he was he was giving me good runs. He was pressuring oh, oh, me in a, in a good way. And, so, yeah. In a good way, yeah. No, he was doing really well, and he. Uh, it was funny that he talked about how we had the conversation on the grid before we went out because we totally had the conversation on the grid yep. before we went out. And both of us, gentlemen racing, played it exactly the way we had spoken about it. It, was, it wasn't it was like we talked about it and Charlie was like, yeah, you know, if, if I get up to here, what do you think? And I was telling him, you know, what you really need to be is you need to be, the nose has got to be halfway at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or more. Yep. And it's not like we talked about that and then he got to my rear tire with his nose going and just sent yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so he backed off a couple times when he got up there and then yep. he pressured me good and i tried to outbreak him and ended up backwards Oops. yeah you know it's so funny when I, I i mentioned the last episode but when i was watching that race and i did see him eventually get to third it all happened away from the spectator area. right yeah so when he got to third i was like ecstatic but i was also thinking like i hope he didn't pull some like rookie <laughs> bullshit <laughs> and like dump everybody to get up to third you know <laughs> what would have been funny is if i just flamed it all on him and said he punted me or something yeah. and everyone yeah. would have i'm sure mike never saw it you could just go up to him yeah yeah yep. 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 
That would have been hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But that's that's the joy of this club too. It's like we all we all work together and we all yeah. we all try to help each other out. No, this this club rocks. So I you know, Kieran who Rick is familiar with, I got yeah. a buddy out in California. Okay. Right? He races outlaw carts. Yep. And from what he describes out there, he uh, it, it's, it seems very cutthroat and very competitive to where, like, yeah, you know, the other guys really aren't your friends so much. Yeah. You might have, like, a team of three or four carts, and those guys are your buddies. Doesn't really seem to carry through. Like, I was talking to him on the phone one time, and uh, he's he's asking me, like, you know, when you camp at the track, where do you sleep? And I was like, oh, I sleep in the trail. I, a cart goes outside under the tent. He's like, you leave your cart out for other people to see? <laughs> like, nobody goes up and touches your things? I'm like, no. And that was, like, a legitimate concern of his. Wow. Yeah. Because that might actually happen now like, where he like, races. Like, Rick and I will tell each other what, what we're running. Yeah. Yeah, literally, I know. Literally, exactly. literally, literally, I would tell you if, you. if you came over to me and said, well, Dave, what gear are you running? I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. There's no Go no look mysteries. at my cards. Take whatever you want. I, yeah. <laughs> I told Charlie that. I remember. What are you talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> hey, so Mike, Mike, great. Mike, you want to jump in? What are you talking about? I am talking about how awesome the NHKA is yeah, and how great yeah. that yeah, uh, me and Dave are. And Alex is pretty good, too. <laughs> well, you just keep talking about that. Uh, me, you know, I'm I qualified 10th today. That's pretty f- awesome. <laughs> oh, there's another bleep. Yep, there we go. That's our illustrious leader. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you know, that's the thing is, that it's, when I came to this club, with, it's, so, I, I don't know how much you know about my past racing. Not, not, a, not a lot, just okay. basically this. Okay, so, I'll give you, I'll give you a quick history. Um, when I was a kid, I raced motorcycles. I was a hill climber, I, I ice race, I did some oh, flat no track stuff. Okay. Um, I was a champion hill climber. Wow. Um, and then. Well, well, describe hill climbing. Uh, like. So, uh, motorcycle hill climbing um, is essentially. You're at the base of, depending on the hill, every, there's a few different variations of hills. Yep. Um, local hill for me was Greenfield, Mass. Uh, it's a 180 to 200 foot hill. Okay. You're 27 feet from the base of the hill with the rear tire. So back of the rear tire to the base of the hill is 27 feet. You're at a dead stop. Yep. You launch out of a hole and you climb 200 feet. Jeez. To the top of the hill. Yep. Um, and... In the class I was running in, it was four seconds to the top of the hill. Whoa! You're moving. Whoa! Yeah, wow. it, it's 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 a rush. Um, yep. And then, you know, I I did that for I a lot. I don't think I'd do that. Um, I, the ice racing, I raced I raced motorcycles on road road circuits and yep. stuff. I did some I did some roundy round stuff with cars. Okay. Um, and then I got married, had kids, and things kind of got put on the back burner. Sure. Kids moved out of the house finally. Um, Jan, you know Jan. Yes. Um, looked at me at one point once the kids moved out and said, "Well, we're empty nesters now. What would you like to do?" Yeah. I said, "I want to race again." Yeah. She's yep. like, "What kind of racing?" I was like, "I don't know." Yeah. Okay. So I started searching around for what what I could do for racing that was gonna. I wanted it. My biggest goal racing was I wanted to be competitive. Yep. I didn't necessarily feel like I had to win, but I wanted to feel like I was competitive enough where I could possibly win if the circumstances were right mm-hmm. um, you know and coming into a situation where you've never done something that's always a gamble you never know what you're going to be um, I looked at a couple of the roundy round circuit stuff I looked at some motorcycle racing yep. and I looked at uh, champ carts and the champ cart environment personally 
you know, nothing against the Champ Cart guys. I really don't have a problem with the Champ Cart guys. But that world, when I went to visit their track and their racing, wasn't as friendly yeah. as when I finally landed here. Sure. Um, I was actually out in Michigan, and I happened to call Mike because I found the NHK on the Internet. Called Mike and said, you know, I just want to come watch a race. What's it going to take for me to get in the pits? And Mike's response to me was, well, what are you trying to do? Think about racing. He's like, what kind of gear do you have? What's your background? So I told him what my background was, and Mike's like, why don't you come up? I'll rent you a cart. Yep. First day you show up, instead of sitting in the pits watching a race, why don't you drive? It's like, okay, yeah. that yeah, yep. sounds good to me. Sold. Yeah. So I showed up, I jumped in a cart, and it was at the park. Remember the S3 parking lot course? Yes, yep. That, that course, brilliant. To learn how to drive a go kart. Sure. Yep. Um, sat down in the cart and I ran. I think there was nine carts in my class that day. I finished fifth. Not bad. On a rental, first yeah. day out. I'm like, yeah, this yep. is good. And it was a two-day race weekend. And I looked at Mike and I'm like, I want to do it again. You know, and it's like, okay, yeah, I want to go again. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. like, it's gonna rain tomorrow. You're gonna pay an extra fifty bucks for rental because I got to clean the cart. Mm. No problem. Let's set me up. So I went out in the rain, I finished, and that was the first time I experienced a go-kart in the rain. And then the track was doing kind of what we had today, where it was drying out. And I looked at Mike, and I'm like, why wouldn't you run dry tires? He's like, (laughs) oh, you can run dry tires if you want. It's going to be an option. And he looked at me, and he kind of had this weird smirk in his face, and I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to run dries. (laughs) So I went out, and I was... I started. I actually qualified in the rains on the pole, a second race ever. Yep. I'm like this is a good day. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good day. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put dry tires on and be. I'm gonna show people what I can do. Yep. <laughs> and the first three laps were a nightmare. Um, there was no dry line. Uh, it was pretty much ice to drive on. Yep. And but at the about halfway through the race the track dried out enough where i started making some time and i ended up finishing third in my second race that's awesome and then i bought that cart I went, <laughs> I went to mike and i said i said how do i get one of these carts what's it going to cost me he's like you look pretty good in that cart i'll sell you that one all right i bought that cart won seven championships with it nice so so how long have you been in the nhk nine years now okay yep yeah yep. so i went i mean not all my championships came with the nhk uh, sure. I won. Uh, I won an IKS championship. Yep. I won uh, two indoor karting championships with Tom running run. That's the right. World Formula Indoor Karting Series. Yeah, 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 which yeah. That, quite frankly, was some of the best racing I think I've ever done. Really? That that was the most. Well, that was fun. a cat and mouse type of thing, right? It was, yeah. but we'd show up and we'd run three hundred plus laps on a Sunday morning. Jesus. And you, you couldn't hold your head up at the end of the day. Yep. Your neck muscles yep. would be just shot. You'd be laid over. You're, 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 you're trying to see the right front wheel of your cart. You couldn't even see it because your head's laid over so much. <laughs> right. But we, we did that. And then I had, Tom ran this great promotion when we were still running the S3 lock course. He ran the, what was called the Short Track Championship. I forgot about that. And it was a combination of three races on the S3 lot and three races at the WFIKC. Oh, badass, dude. And I actually ended up winning that one as well. Nice. Yeah, so that was that was kind of my, you know, where I, what got me to today. Sure. Here. And, you know, and it's I've had I've had a good run. Um, yep. Changed chassis a couple years ago and I'm still 
even even to this day, I'm still learning the new chassis. Yep. I, I'm not by any means, you know, a pro at figuring out how to set my car up. I know what I like for a feel when I drive it. Yeah. But yep. I also drive a pretty unorthodox feel for what most people would drive. Um, it's it's not the same as everybody else, and I think everybody has their own feel for a car. Like I know, if I got in your car, I might not be able to drive it. If you got in mine, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty yep. sure you'd be like, what the hell is Dave doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's that's the difference. I think I think everybody has their own situation, but that's how I got here. Excellent. Yeah. That that's cool. I, I yeah, I had not no idea about your past before the NHKA. Yeah, it's it's been I've been I've been around racing. I started riding motorcycles when I was. I, I rode I rode a mini were, bike before I rode. Were you a calling me, Jerry? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that that's. It's it's fun to me that you know that all the different forms of racing they kind of play into it. Like I think about all of it. I race BMX. Really. And funny and ironically, in talking to Mike about it, I think I actually raced against Mike in BMX years ago. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know Mike did BMX. Yeah, yeah. So and, huh. and, and those kinds of thoughts about like over under passing and corners, doing the movements, figuring right. out your figuring out your entries and exits and corners, it all kind of plays in. I mean, all kinds of motorsports and different sports play into the same kind of understanding of what you do to get. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yep. Setting up a pass, failing to set up a pass. Yep. <laughs> you know. Sure. Now, Rick, what? We've talked about it in the podcast before, but you did a bit of oval. Yes. Well, I did a bunch of oval and some road course, but my, mainly oval. So I started at like 12, 13 at Sugar Hill Speedway. Oh, I didn't think it was that early. Wow. Running running oval carts. I actually ran, I actually started on road course. So they raced um, oval on Saturday nights and road course on Sundays. <laughs> Jeez, okay. So my first year... So that's where the IndyCar obsession comes, right? Over and road courses? That might be it, to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so I raced the road course on Sundays, and then my second season, I started racing oval on Saturday night and road course on Sunday. Oh, my God. So we would race back-to-back days, yeah. um, and it wasn't 10 races a year. It, like, it was every single Saturday and Sunday <laughs> from May till, like, October. Now, what is it different carts for the two different days or is it the well, same well a cart? lot of people did i didn't i didn't have good equipment i ran i ran my road course cart on the oval i just moved all the way to the yeah. left side <laughs> and, and changed hey. the way that i set it up i just moved the insides and i think that's why i pride myself on that i think i'm actually very good at cart setup is because yeah. i grew up playing with it Basically i never got it i was talking to somebody not too long ago i think i used to get one set of tires a year Jesus That's all Christ, I get. Dude. Like I would never get tires. I remember some seasons like getting a new tire. Yeah. Like a right rear for like the <laughs> oval and it was like, all right, I got a new tire. Yeah. You know, like moving up in the world. All right. <laughs> so I mean I never had the best equipment. I don't think I I don't think that was what my grandfather's intention was when he got me into racing was right. more to learn how to work on this stuff. Because I remember 12, 13 years old, it was like, well, here's the go-kart. Now Go fix it. Go fix it. Like, yeah. yeah, you're gonna change the oil. You're gonna change the gear. You're gonna oh, that, that's do that fantastic. stuff. That's, yeah, that's, that's that amazing is amazing education as a sport too. Right. And right, uh, yeah. I think that's why. I think I'm a much better setter upper of the go kart than I am driver of the <laughs> go kart. We're, we're gonna get yeah. you a T-shirt that says setter upper. Setter upper. <laughs> Tuner. <laughs> Tuner. 
No, setter upper is much better than two. <laughs> yeah, I think I like setter upper yeah. as well. But um, growing up running oval and stuff, that was a that was a lot of fun. Sugar Hill Speedway was awesome. You two would have absolutely loved it because it was oval racing, but it was it was almost like racing on Saturday nights at like Star Speedway or Lee Speedway. Like people would come and watch us. We oh, had a wow. grandstand. They had like a snack shack and like a photo guy. Yeah. So it was like guys and kids in go karts racing at like their local short track, and it was a lot of. It wasn't quite the the atmosphere was not what the NHKA is. I don't think that the NHKA is pretty amazing. Like the people do is, really is, yeah. get along and have fun. Like I remember racing oval. People would put like tape over like the compound on their tires or like their gear and stuff like that. It was very secretive. Yeah. You know, and like I said, this place, I, one of the first things I remember was um, Charlie's first race. The podcast after that, he's like, I really wish I had known what Rick was running for a gear. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, you should have just asked me. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. I told you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. There's no secrets. Yeah, there's no secrets, yeah. you know. And not for nothing, after you. When you've done it as long as Dave and I did do, you know, I know what gear he's on. I sure. can tell from what gear I'm on. Right. You know? right. So yeah, you basic, yeah. There's like, really no reason to lie to each other I, I, because I, I'm like I'm like, yeah, he's like a tooth underneath me today. I know where I know where yeah. he's at. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's funny. It's like but how I mean, what about you? I mean I, we know we know you run a lot of sim racing and you got into this Yeah, no I not, not too far back. I mean what about seven years now? Well I'm not that old, so I no, can't I, have it. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, I can say I turned 29 yesterday. I All feel right. like I can bang the old guy at the table. Yeah, I Thank get you. Thank you very much. Yep. Yep. Um, my racing history starts at 16, which is kind of late for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I started doing autocross and rallycross at my buddies, the Dennis's, who are big Mopar kids. So I spent my first years racing Dodge Neons. Wow, nice. <laughs> All right. Hey, high power. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I think About backwards power. power would yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a fun way to get into it. You know, it's my first time ever taking vehicles as fast as I actually wanted to drive them. You know, I had a go-kart as a kid to drive around the driveway. But, like, if I whipped around the corner, my dad would be like, hey, slow it down. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't actually do what I wanted to do with yep. it. So when I, when I, the first time I get in this neon, I can go as fast as I want to and nobody yells at me about it. It was awesome. But it's all autocross or rallycross is, is just racing through cones for a time. Yeah. You're not doing wheel-to-wheel -wheel stuff, and I love the idea of wheel-to-wheel -wheel racing because just the men, just like the mental game and the physical game of, of trying to get around another guy oh, is it's entertaining as hell, just yeah. and it's satisfying like a chess as hell. Game, but it's with adrenaline. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 fun. Like I mean, I I don't, I know you got I, I can't even imagine how many hours you've logged in a sim at this point. Oh, probably way more than anything else I've ever driven. Yeah. Just because you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I have a question about the Dodge Neons. Oh. Sure. Did all the hood paint peel off like every Dodge Neon <laughs> on the road, even on the race car version? Uh, <laughs> no, but the funny thing about the hoods is that they were up pretty often after a run at a rallycross. <laughs> Not surprised. <Yeah. laughs> Just Not be going up and taking a spark plug out like, I don't know why it's misfiring. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as the sim racing goes, yeah. I guess you could consider that like the earliest version of racing I've ever done. I mean, if you want to count it as racing, well, there is a debate about it, that. I, I, I don't know. It's pretty. It's I, pretty amazing. I will. It is. I will. I will. I, I would argue it. The 
at this stage and what we have for sim capability right and the and the the average home user with a sim or the baseline sim i mean i i consider myself one of those guys the average home user with a baseline sim sure um i have no motion in my rig i'm running vr similar to what right, you're, right. similar to what you're running yep. thank you um and a baseline computer setup but by no means have i got like you know, ten thousand dollars tied up in a sim. I've got a couple grand tied up, maybe, right. in everything. Right. Yeah. And the feeling you get running this sim is damn close to what you feel in a real vehicle. Well, without the movement, you mean as right. far as far as the visual sensation, right? And the adrenaline feeling. I mean, I remember we ran that one race when we were running last year. We were running the GT3. Club, That's and right. I, yes. I, yep. I remember. Wes Duchak and you both, and me, all of us. In Shay, I think was in that race, and we all at the end of, at the end of the session for qualifying, we were all like literally. You could feel the, you could actually feel each other's adrenaline shaking you, yeah, from what we went through in that early session. Like this is amazing. We're running this close, trying to yep. figure out what we're doing, yep. and you were out of breath at the end of the session. Right. And you didn't know, you know, and you hadn't moved yet. You, you hadn't literally gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just <laughs> sitting sitting in your living room yeah. or your, your bedroom, yeah. whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. Yeah. It's the gr the greatest thing about sim racing is that it, yeah, you don't get the sensations and you can debate about how close the physics are. But when it comes to something like iRacing especially, the actual chess game of racing each other is very much on point. With the race you get in the, in yeah. The, yeah. It, and that's what draws me in the most. You know, th there's guys that play Sims because they think, oh, it feels really awesome. It's fun and stuff like that. And even when it comes to driving in reality, that's not what really does it for me as much as the chess game of racing other guys. That That is the ultimate for me. Yeah, me too. That's why I have my shifter, and I love it. It is so fun to drive, yep. but I have so much more fun racing my world formula going sure. 70 miles an hour because there's so many of them. And sure, yeah. a race. And, and you're, right. you're right on top of each other, whereas, yep. whereas the shifters, you kind of spread out. You don't really have that. I do because I'm terrible well, at it. Well, yeah, and I think, I think but you, you, don't, you don't see a lot, a lot of, I mean, at least in the club racing environment, where it's we not are a here. nose to tail. We don't. Yeah, we, we're not. We're not all over each other with the shifters. But the world formula is because, and, and the two hundred six class, and even the tag class to some degree, everybody's kind of running the same gear, the same. Yep. They run the same engine package, so there's the same yep. amount of power. So everybody's kind of really tight to each other, and we've got, you know, I mean, undoubtedly, as far as the NHK is concerned, when I came on board this group, it was like thirty five members, maybe forty. I don't even know what the number mm -hmm. was to be honest mm -hmm. with you. But at this point, we're at over to, almost over 200 members, I think now, and we got a we capped it at 180 this weekend, yeah. and it hit 180 with no issues. It was, right. it was at 180 before the end of registration on Tuesday night. Like sometime around two o'clock in the afternoon, they closed registration because we were already Christ. there. Yep. And you know, you got 180 people up here. We're we're putting classes together. There are 30 plus racers in every class. Yep. Mm. And that's. That to me is it's a it's a testimony to how good the racing is here. Number one, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how good we all feel about each other racing that we're actually mentioning it to other people to come join us because we feel yeah. it's that good of a sport. Well, I think the word got out this year definitely. Yeah. How many members were there this year before you know the, the beginning I mean, of the I, year? I, I, Mike's speech this morning said that, you know we're looking at fifty plus new members this year. Right. 50. That's insanity. That's that's a. You know, almost a third of what we're running. Right. Right. You know, or a at least a quarter. It's at least 25% increase in one season. That's, yeah. Which is scary 
at the same time because you know this club is we growing. We can't do this again. Yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're growing so fast that it's hard to manage. Is what it right. comes down to. Right. You know, and and that you know, was all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're getting heckled. We're getting. What are you? What are you doing? We're roughly an hour and forty minutes in. Yeah, we're we're, we're on yeah. the yeah with editing. Yeah. That's like this. This will this will keep going. This will edit down to like eighteen minutes. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah, we won't even have Charlie in the episode. No, Charlie who? Charlie's right yeah, there. Exactly. Still. Charlie, how are you still here? The guest host that had to leave. <laughs> had to leave. He's still here. Jeez. <laughs> he's drinking. You know, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> so can we talk about the new Formula One looking indie car? Yeah, have you seen that, Dave? Out? I haven't seen the new Formula One looking indie <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, take a, I'll take a look. I'll pull yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Pull it up. I'll, pull I'll up a uh, 2022 F1 car. They, so the concept of the car I'd has... I'd love to know what Charlie thinks about the front right yeah. wing. It's indie car now. It's now, you say? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that. No, they're not. No, they're not. They really did. They were F1, no. the most prestigious motorsport in the what world. What makes you say that? Looks at an Indy car and goes, well, they race good. I guess we'll just do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing ain't working. Oh, I mean, wow. No, it's okay. not. No. <laughs> so you're, you're seeing the white one, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. That. So that's that's what they recently did this, this week at Silverstone was they put out a life-size model on the track. Oh, really? Just, okay. just to sit there. It didn't drive. Yep. Um, the concept for it had been known for a while. So, like, that shape, it wasn't anything surprising. Mm-hmm. But now they have a final, like, you know, this is what it possibly could be, which is, it's kind of weird. They've never done that for any release of a car. Yeah. They're, they're trying to be, like, real proud of themselves for some reason. Are you leaving? Where are you going? Huh? Oh. oh. Right now? Goodness. <laughs> it's only 9.30, Leah. <laughs> That's my wife over there. She's decided to go to bed. Going to bed. All right. 9.30. Good night, Leah. Good night, Leah. You might be the smartest one. You'll be the only one awake tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm up at 5.30. She slept okay. all day today. <laughs> <laughs> so She just wants to go back to the camper and watch Mean Girls. <laughs> hey, that doesn't sound like a bad night. No. There you go. I like Mean Girls. I'll admit it. It's a good movie. Love you. There's an 80% chance it's already <laughs> raining. <laughs> I don't know what that means because I haven't watched it. It's from the girls. movie. Oh. I tried to watch it actually last night when I was falling asleep. but Did they put you to sleep? No, I kind of just stared at the ceiling instead. <laughs> anyway, back to race yeah, cars. Racing. That'd be good. That's good. Let's Sorry, talk now about my wife's gone. So, all right. So, like I was saying, they, they just released like their own model of the car being like all proud of themselves and the re- I think the reason they're trying to be proud of themselves is because it's kind of the first time they're creating a car to like actually put on a better show as far as racing goes you know over the over the years when when F1 has come up with new formulas or whatever it might be it's usually to solve a problem of like you know the cars are getting like way too fast let's yeah. put them on you know groove tires now or uh you know, the cars aren't fast enough. Let's put wicked downforce on them and not yeah. care about the massive wake it makes behind the car where no other, but, you know, nobody following can get downforce. Yeah. So this is the first time they're really considering getting rid of the wake behind the car. So kind of to the IndyCar point, a lot of the stuff is kind of going spec, hmm. which I don't quite like in F1 because one of the, my favorite things about F1 is the ingenuity that is discovered within the teams. Yeah. You know, like IndyCar has its place being all spec, and it will create better racing. 
but like everyone, like when Mercedes came out with their DAS system, the DAS system last yeah, year. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Like I was like, oh my god! And you're like, <laughs> that yeah, that oh, shit's that not possible in a spec series. Right. You know what I mean? Now I don't know exactly what is spec on this car. I someone wants to tell me like, I think it's like the front wing or something like that. Yeah. Spec. I you can't have. Uh, I don't think you can have like barge board stuff anymore. And I want to say the rear wing is spec. Yeah. But I don't know. It still and puts the floor it, pan. I think that floor pan, that G-shaped yeah. floor pan, they yeah, talked yeah, about, yeah. has got to be some sort of a spec thing. But there's nothing wrong. I think Formula One. I'm excited about this because yep. I'm not a Formula One hater as I come off. I, no, I know I you're like not. You, you're, I watch all the, the way races. you come off to me as a Formula One fan is like you're you. You wish it was better. You I just want to see a better product. Right. Yeah. That's it. Right, but you love you do actually love the ingenuity. I do. That's my favorite part. That's what right. I like oh, most about racing. So yeah. if you just take the indie cars aren't exactly spec either. They're they do different shocks. They right. do they right. do, the do a lot of different suspension stuff. But yep. the thing with the Formula One, I'm okay. I think it's a great formula. Do a spec body per se, spec floor pan. Yep. But other, all the other mechanicals, let them build their own suspension, let them build their own engines, yep. let them build whatever, you know, go from there. You, the tub doesn't necessarily need to be spec, but meet the requirements of the bodywork. Yeah. Kind of like NASCAR does. They okay. just have to fit the body, you yeah, know. I, mean, the problem, the problem, I, I think in, in talking about NASCAR is that NASCAR, the problem in that, in that world, what NASCAR was originally intended to be was a stock car racing environment. Sure. And, you know, unfortunately, due to the ingenuity, it's, it's kind of a concern you think about when you look at Formula One, you look at IndyCar, you look at any of them, is that NASCAR kind of went through that where they kind of gave carte blanche to these manufacturers to build, show up and run what you brought. Right. You know, run what you brought. Yep. You know, this car, oh, you want to run a Superbird? Well, you better have 500 of them in production. Right, and right, built, right, Okay, right. we'll build 501. Yep. You know, and, and we're going to yep. put this car out on the track. And then, you know, you get to the mid-80s, and they, they had the Monte Carlo, and they decided that the Thunderbirds were beating them. So what they do, they come up with the, the aero coupe, and they put the, they put the rear window at an angle on the on the Monte Carlo. Yep. And they made, they, they made the car kind of fast enough to somewhat compete with the Thunderbird at that point in time. Yep. And, but at that time of racing for NASCAR, it was all stock car. Right. Now it's all spec car racing. True. It's it's yeah. literally everybody's you know, you take the decals off all the cars and maybe take okay take the the composite nose off the car, from there back the cars are virtually all the same. Yeah. They're really not that different, and I think no. I, I think unfortunately that's kind of the game that's happened. And it, it, fortunate or unfor or unfortunate, it's it's how racing has evolved. You know, because right. nobody wants to have another race team. You know, the, the the spec or the version of the week that's going to be the winning car. You know, like sure. You know, it's like you could have. You know, if you were thinking F one, you look at certain cars. You go, okay, well, this car is going to be the faster car on this particular road course, road course because right. it's got the most downforce. There's a lot of corners, a lot of high speed corners. There's right, all right, this right. Whereas a bigger track. You know, a car with less downforce is going to be much faster, and you know that's the car you want to be in. And yep. that, these guys, you know, not that they're going to switch back and forth, but you kind of you can almost predict the winners based on the manufacturer at that point. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what I think. I, I think the, most of these um, sanctioning bodies 
or you know types of racing are looking for more parallels to keep everything closer together and, and make all the teams competitive. Well, right, because some degree. Yeah, because a lot of, you know all these all these sanctioning bodies that put on the races, they believe that the best product is when you have cars racing side by side yep. most of the time, which fans would agree with as well. Um, I, I, you know what's so funny? I started out as a NASCAR fan, as like at like a five, six-year-old, yeah. you know, and I just, something about when I first discovered Formula One. It's... I remember when I when I first wa- when I watched my first Formula One, it, like I used to think Formula One was a bunch of snotty brats, a bunch of you know billionaires, and they just you know they have their races and it's it's boring as shit. Even though these cars are super fast, you can still make those arguments. However, the first time I watched an F one race and I was hearing something about like oh the Renaults they have a weird exhaust you know note today, don't they? Like the commentators saying things like that, and like oh you know the Red Bull seems to really ha- it has nothing in the straights, but it just whips around the corners, wicked cool. And then, you know, put on top of it, they would let, the first race I watched was Spa 2010, and there was okay. variable weather happening while the race was going on, along with what the commentators were saying about those things, about, like, the different cars. I loved the idea that each team is only two cars, which means the teammates are actually rivals of each other, yeah. not teammates of each other, really, more or less. I hate was, that part. You hate that part. I hate that part. Why do you hate that part? Because I love the camaraderie of, like, IndyCar. Like, I love that... The guy that wins the Indy 500, all 32 drivers that didn't win the Indy 500 are out there, like, over at the at the winner's circle. Or, you know, okay. and I love seeing the teammates work together yep. to try to beat the other teams. Like, I feel like that would make such a cool situation if F1 could have at least, like, one team that could compete that actually had teammates that worked together and shared information. Yep. Because, two, you have twice as much information. Why would you not want to help your teammate so that he can then help you so that you can get past say mercedes if you're red right i don't I, understand the concept it's of not that. like it doesn't happen like this year i, I feel well, the like engineers that, force it upon them i'm thinking yeah maybe i mean like this year when it comes to what you're talking about red bull is kind of the good uh, yeah example because checo and you know max do kind of complement each other yeah you know, and, and I remember when, when Vettel and Raikkonen were in a team with each other, they also kind of complimented each other. Yep. However, when they compliment each other, one driver usually is a very clear second. Yeah. 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 And doesn't, <laughs> doesn't seem to have a problem. Yeah. But also, you know, maybe he does just is, behind is, the camera. Is, is, is yeah. it compliment or compensated? I think we're seeing that with Valtteri Bottas yeah. this year. No, no, like, no. no. Bo- well, yes, because Bottas... He's well, I don't up. know, man. You you watch the drive to survives every year, and Botas is like, you know, I'm I'm gonna go for it this year, and it never happens. No, you're racing against one of the best drivers ever, and it's like, yeah, there's no, yeah, I, I know. But like, kind of getting back to to what I was saying, yeah. it's so funny because like I mentioned, most racing series think that the wheel to wheel racing at all times is what people want, and what that's what the good product is. And yet, in my personal experience, when I discovered F1, even though races are won by 30 seconds at times. Even though, you know, teammates may hate each other, for some reason it, it caught me, man. So and I, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, it drew me in. And I think it is because, uh, <laughs> what? Just say it. You're not very good. <laughs> Just say it. I, I can't see 20 anything. minutes to what? 20 minutes to Are you serious? Hey, you want to do me a favor, actually, Charlie? What's that? You want to just put that tote somewhere where it's not going to get rained in? <laughs> I'll do sure. it for you. Okay, thank you, Rob. Hey. Thank you, Rob. 
Um, you still here? So I actually, <laughs> as a fan of IndyCar because of the racing, yeah, I do agree with you on some level because one of the things that actually drew me into racing the most was the Indy 500, as we all know. Yeah. Sure. And in the 90s, late 80s, early 90s, when I was really getting into it and watching racing for the first time, yeah. that's what the racing was. It was not a pack race with a great race. The yep. Indy 500 was two... Maybe three cars that had any chance of winning it. Yep. Maybe not so much at the start, but like halfway through the race, you're like, okay, one of these three cars is going to win. Right, right. And yeah. it would be, you wouldn't have three lead changes on the last lap. It would be, you know, there was a few races that were like that, but for the most part, you yeah, 10 laps a, to go, you know who's yeah, winning. Who's yeah. They're yeah, holding on. And yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like, will he, will he make it the last 10 laps? Right, you yeah. know? Hopefully nothing The gap blows. is closed from eight seconds to seven. Right. You know? Like, yeah, right, yeah. So I, th I can see that. I think that's cool. I think just F1, it's just been so long since there's been some decent racing that it's it it needs to happen sometimes. Yeah. And it, I, I would it argue there's been, there's been decent racing in the recent past. It's just, it's little bursts of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. like, I don't know. This year has been pretty This year has been good. Friggin awesome. I'm enjoying this. Not season. the last few years. The uh, last few races, I should say. Right. Um, but, like, France... Where Max Verstappen yeah. pulls that wicked strategy to come back and take the lead with two laps to go. That yeah, that's cool. pretty good. Holy hell. Stuff like that, it, it doesn't happen in other racing series. You know they what I mean? They need to add refueling back to Formula One, too. There is the argument for that. Because it would create different strategies. I'm kind strategies. of impartial because I've never seen it in Formula One as long as I've been a fan. Oh, really? Okay. Right. Yeah. But it would just create different strategies. It would create different strategies. And um, it just makes the race, it has another layer to it. Some re the, the one reason I don't think it'll ever come back is because I can see it being a safety thing. Because if there's no refueling, there's no risk of fire, really. And, you know, that, that has been a problem at F1 races in the past. I don't understand that. What do you mean? Well, every other series in the whole world refuels, it's and true. you've got F1 has the biggest budget of all of those. Series. All right, yeah, you. How make, can you, uh, not, you make a good point? The NASCAR guys empty a can into a car. <laughs> like, it's, it's gravity fed, and they don't have it's a not problem. Pumped or anything. Yeah. There's yeah. gas just spilling all over the ground. Yeah. And it's not an issue. That's why the boxes are concrete. <laughs> and occasionally there's a fire, and they just drive through it. It's no big deal. Yeah. Just drive off. Yeah. Just roll him around. He'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Your brakes are on fire. Drive faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's actually a decent point. <laughs> I don't is, see what the problem funny. is. They should be able to figure out how to refuel. It might not be in 1.8 seconds. Right. Right, right, yeah. It's going to be a six-second pit stop. Sure. But, six but, but if everybody's well, got to do it, it, it doesn't really change. I mean, it changes, It changes. like you said, it changes strategy, but it, it allows some strategy to come into play that's right. not there right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. There, there'll be guys that will start with a light fuel load thinking yeah. they can do faster laps, come in and pit more times, but still yep. make overall you know, a faster race. Yeah. There's probably guys who will try to take the full tank of fuel with less pit stops to try to make well, the overall faster race. It's funny, and, and I, I, I'm, I'm still a NASCAR fan, yep. so circle back to NASCAR a little bit. You watch like, like Talladega or Daytona, and they'll come in and get a full fuel load to actually put weight in the car and drop the rear wing and get the spoiler out of the air because yep. they'll go faster with more fuel in the car. Oh, okay. And it's, yeah, it's yep. it, there's you know there's kind of variations to what the strategy play is there and how they do it because yep. that's the that's the game. You know, it's not they don't care about carrying the extra weight. It's how the air is going to affect their car in, right. in that respect, which is which is kind of cool that the you know their engineers and their guys. I mean, engineers that come into the sport that that's something that's if you. You know, if you followed any of the motorsports long enough, when when 
I first watched, started watching racing of any kind, NASCAR, Formula One, IndyCar, there weren't really engineers. There, were, there was a right. crew chief, there was a mechanic, you know, there might have been, you know, who knows, you know, Joe's brother-in-law that's changing yeah, tires yeah, yeah, for yeah. you, and, and that's pretty much it. And, yep. and, and it's, it's evolved into this high-dollar, high, you know, high-technology situation. Right, right. And I think the engineers came into play, and it's great that we have them in the sport because it advances the sport so quickly. Right. Um, and, and ironically, it probably, we may not really think about it, but it probably advances what we do here in the go-karts. It may. To some degree. Yep. I, mean, I mean, some of the technology may not directly filter down, but there's some things that well, filter Well, think about down. the data loggers we have now. Yeah. They're pretty f***ing badass, dude. Absolutely. Really. I have that new Alfano 6. Got, that, yeah. That thing is GPS loaded in. The Micro 5 is the same thing. Yep. It just I can, I can upload that shit to my computer. If I had a video running with me on board, I can line up the data to the video and have it play over the video. It's, it's that, that comes directly from the top echelon absolutely. race. Absolutely. For a go-kart. Yeah. 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 For a go-kart yeah. race. And, yeah. And, and, and then you add in, add into what we do when we're running the long track here. I mean, all of us have run some kind of weird aero package to make our carts go faster and cut through the cut a different hole in the wind. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's you know we we probably would never have thought about that right ten years ago. Yep. Now yep. that's all we think about. <laughs> you know, when we come here, we're like, oh, we got we got we got to be faster. We got to get out of the air. I think about this all. We got we got we got you know Rick Rick's like. I'm running a laydown cart without it being a laydown cart. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I. Uh, Rick's yeah, got a recliner. I definitely, <laughs> I, mean, I definitely try to focus on doing stuff that's different. Yeah. You don't. Ha I don't have anything different to do. Hey, yeah. are you good? All right. You're not going to end your show. Nah, I think you should end your show. I think yeah. <laughs> this is just I, a joke. To be honest with you, I thought he was ending the show like an hour. Ago. I thought yeah. so too. <laughs> I tried to end it. Well, all right. I, no, the show wasn't going to end because I wanted to keep going because yeah, conversations are fun with you guys. But well, yeah. you know what we'll do? We'll make it two shows. Two shows? There you go. Yeah. Separate it in half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's tell you what. When we come back in August, it's another two-day event. You should uh, just stay the night instead. Absolutely. Instead of having yeah, to go to a uh, hotel. The, uh, I'll have to get a, uh, a camper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get a camper. Hey, 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 you know, I'm not going to sleep in like a for trailer the, for, right the right feet. for the right feet. <laughs> I got a place. Oh, Ooh, all right. Hey, Dave's opening up there you the, uh, go. the opportunity for you there to you stay. Go. He doesn't like money. Actually, ironically, that couch looks similar to the one in the Formula Hooligan background that we have. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We both got it from Ikea. Yep. Yep. All right, Charlie boy, good night. All right, man. Good night. We'll see you guys in the morning. We'll right. see you in the morning. Good luck tomorrow, sir. I'll be watching. Yeah, exactly. I won't. <laughs> I'll be busy. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Oh, man. So I have a question about the sim. Yeah, go for it. So I'm not a sim racer. I'd love to do it. Don't have the time. Sure. Just don't think it would be. I've okay. tried to Come talk winter. him into it a bunch. Come times. winter. Like, like we haven't done it in like months. No. It, it's a winter thing, dude. It is. Yeah. I'm obsessive about things though. Like my go kart. Like I said, I spend like eight hours, ten hours All right. working on. All right. It. So what do you what, I, are you? what are you currently obsessive during the winter for? Well, that's the problem. Is I don't think I need to be obsessive about anything uh, else. You, you take know, a break like, with your obsessions. Yeah, I like see. the racing thing. I need a break from it. I'm actually burnt out on it this year already, too. Really? I don't. I don't know what's happening. I've but. I've felt a little bit of that only because I'm dealing with all this new stuff with Rotax and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. But you said so to cut sim, you off. So you have a question. So the sim thing. Yes. I've done it a few times. Okay. 
only on people's other people's machines, Brad's yep. and George's, and they both have. I'm guessing those are really nice. They seem really nice. They are. Okay. I think they're a little amped up to feel way too nice. Okay. Not, not way too nice, but like way too intense. Like it's the way speed, intense. Feedback's insane. The feedback yeah. just rips it out of right. My hands. Yeah, it's it's a little. little so I take. Much. I think I'm a fairly decent racer. Yep. I can't make a lap on a sim. <laughs> no, I know, what? I know, I know. So, so I have no feel. I don't know what to do. Here's the funny thing, and it kind of circles back to what Dave was asking with my racing past with the sim racing yeah. stuff. Technically, that is where I started as a little kid, you know, and then eventually I got computer computer games, which are a little bit more intense than the PlayStation games I had. And uh, I remember getting my first actual wheel and learning how to race on that. So I learned how to race without the sensations of actually driving a car. Which must be um, pretty awesome because yeah, I mean, if you can I then mean, add the sensations, that makes it so much easier. Right, right. Yeah. The only sensations you have in a simulator are the visual and audio. Right. They actually do kick up the audio scrubbing of tires in simulators so that you can tell what's in going on. In case you're like locking up. In case sliding, you're locking up, or or even even just going around corners, just the scrub. You can hear the scrub usually more than you would in reality because they, they do want to pump it into huh. to give you that that feeling. It's also fooled through the force feedback. You know, a lot of yeah. the well, every sim racing wheel now has force feedback. Um, a lot of it is not true one to one. What's coming through the steering column? Some of it, actually, a good chunk of it is sensations you would feel through g-forces but they kind of just try to translate it through the wheel yeah one example is like if you lock up front brakes it's pretty common for game developers to make it so that all of a sudden your steering becomes light mm -hmm. as if you know kind of like the front tires aren't doing anything anymore yeah. huh. so you know there's there's things like that but i i basically learned how to drive and race virtual cars with with those things and, and i think not, that's why you're good rocking around you, if you can learn how to do that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't extra, do it. Add, like, add the extra benefits of actually having the feel. It gives you a, sure. whole, a, whole, a whole level of sensation that you... Right. It's just more tools in your toolbox that, you know... And I think, you know, like, it's it's interesting. Like, we ran we ran the GT3. Um, TJ put on a, a, an event, a series of events last year that we ran in. There's a bunch of us that, from this club that ran in it. Well, it was basically the participants of the Orlando... Orlando, yeah, the 24-hour uh, event. Yeah, the 24-hour, correct. And and we all ran in it, and we we had a good time, and there was there were a few standouts, Alex being one of them. I mean, Al, I don't think you I finished won, outside... I won two races. Yeah, I was going to say, did you finish outside <laughs> the top three ever in that session? I think so. Not much, though. I mean, you, you were... I, I was... I want to say, like, I was probably top six every time. Yeah. You know? You know, and that's... And it's... it's it's ironic. Like I got in the car, and there were days I got in. I got in the sim race, and I'm like, I don't even know why I'm here. You know, because I yeah. I'm having trouble making a lap. I'm having trouble. If I make a lap, I was having trouble being competitive. And yeah. if I got to be competitive, I was having trouble staying consistent. Yeah. And it, it's all these things, and and I'm like, I'm better than this when I drive. Why right. am I? What 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 what's wrong with me? And and a lot of it, it's it's weird the sensations when you when you have when you're used to the sensations and you take them away, it's so hard to get your brain to figure out and your body to understand that you know I'm doing this, I don't feel this, I don't right, I don't get that, right. that G force in my side, I don't get it, and I don't know like I know I can take my go kart and go into turn two and be all four wheels in a drift and never come out of the throttle and stay in the wheel and just drive the cart through it and I know exactly where it's going I, I right, know exactly right. how much grip I do or don't have 
yep. the whole time. But in the sim, it's a it, even with all the feedback information you have, you don't have the sensation. So you, you kind of have to understand what the game's doing, and that's right. That becomes its own racecraft. It's a, it's a whole different. Yep. It's it's understanding that aspect of it, and I think you know as, as much time as you have, you probably have a good twenty thousand hours in a set. I don't know about that, but yeah, thousands definitely. <laughs> thousands. It definitely. feels like twenty thousand when I'm up against you. So we're gonna call it twenty thousand. <laughs> okay, we'll call it twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody anybody out there watching this. If you can argue that he doesn't have 20,000 hours, race him once, and we'll see how it feels. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not yeah, having those sensations night. is, I just couldn't figure it out. Right, so, yeah, I mean, basically you got to learn, like I said, what comes through the force feedback, but also, like, I mean, you can kind of tell with the visuals, too. I mean, especially, you know, VR is awesome. It is cool to chuck it on. But i got to say, when you race with a single screen you could just use those bezels to kind of determine oh my god it's rotating more than it should you know th like these these two bezels it seems yeah. like it's moving more than it should that means oversteer like it, it, th it's right. those little things you pick up right yeah. when when you're just racing on a computer yeah i didn't like do it enough but and i yeah. was very aggravated that i couldn't finish a lap at a it, sim i'm like what so it is what is this you know like yeah. this isn't fun but yeah it, that was the most aggravating part running that series last year it's like i felt like like, you know, I know, I'm, I'm looking at myself and I'm thinking, you know, I raced against Alex on the track and I'm like, I'm right there with him. I mean, I yeah. may not be exactly with you on the track all the time, but there are times where I can beat you. And I'm oh, like, hell yeah. I'm like, yep. you know, and I'm like, I'm like, and I got Wes out there and I'm like, I know, you know, Wes and I are tight and we, we can race together. And, but I get out in that, I get out in the sim world and I'm like, wow, I don't even belong here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I should be driving Uber. At least Uber still has sensation. Yeah. <laughs> I can get I can get Uber Uber Eats. I can at least get fed. You know, yep. I mean, you know, let's let's figure it out. But that's the that's it's it was some of the things that I learned while running it though were kind of cool though. Like when I added VR to the mix, yep, that helped me. That was a second. It was it was right. It I was, remember when that happened. It was a full second to lap. Yep, just mm. adding VR. Yeah, and then I added a pedal set. Which gave me more time, too, because yep. I was running my cheap-ass Logitech pedals, which some guys were still racing them. I mean, hell. Yeah. Uh, was it Timmy Hill, who runs NASCAR, is, like, right. one of the fastest sim racers right, right, in right. the world. And he's running, like, a $300 sim pedal and wheel setup that he bought at Staples <laughs> with a, with a, with no a laptop. You no know, kidding. it's right. like, a, like, a, like a 15 inch screen laptop, and he's still faster than anybody out there. <laughs> But that's just his world. He that's what he grew up with racing, and that's what he's got. Yep. I I realized I the pedal thing came to me when I was running against you and Wes, and I think you you was out there with us too. You. Yep. 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 And you guys going diving into the corners to be on the brakes so much later, and I'm like, I can't slow down that fast because all I had for my brake pedal was essentially slow an on/off switch. Fast. Right. I had an on/off switch. It's like. Oh, brakes right. are on, brakes are off. That's what I got. You know, I got no modulation. I got nothing. Right. Right. And and the same with the throttle pickup. I had you know a dimmer switch for a throttle pedal, basically. And that's right. It was weird. It was like I'm like I can't be competitive here with these guys if they're running equipment that's different than what I've got. Yeah. But then I think back to the Timmy Hill thing. And I'm like, well, he's doing it. 
but I bet you he's another example of like like, like a me who's yeah, been doing it ever since they were ten. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I when I if you want to say when I started sim racing, I started on a keyboard, dude, and I actually learned. I, I played NASCAR Racing 2003 season. Yeah. That game was it's it's made by the same people who now make iRacing. Yep. It was sophisticated enough to where you could basically modify the sensitivity because a keyboard is a keyboard. It's an on/off switch. Right. But you could modify within the game when you turn that switch on how like gradual it built from zero to one hundred percent. So I would do that with the throttle. I would do it with that. They had like. Um, a steering assistance and I would basically make it so like you know you, you dial in how much steering assistance you want like I learned how to do all that yep. you know and then I got a wheel and I'm like oh my god this is, <laughs> this is fantastic <laughs> but I bet you it's the same thing where yeah. Timmy Hill was probably the same That's way it. but yeah. also had you know the coming up of racing real cars as well which is how he is where he is now it is yeah and it's 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 that that you know, me growing up where my racing roots were growing up actually doing it. Right. And, and, and right. the computer thing came in way later in my life. Correct. And that's yep. that's kind of, it's, it's I hate to sound like the old guy. Hey, he's dad, dad, computers. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, that's what you, that's what you figure out as you go. You're like, what, what makes, what makes him faster with this gear? And sometimes, again, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, my setup in my cart might be totally different than Rick's setup in his car, and I'm sure it is miles apart in some, on some days. Right, right. So, but we're both running the same speeds. I just yeah. realized we should bring in Charlie or Mike oh, into the show. Sure. Yeah. Because, uh, Charlie or Mike, do you want to come into the show? My wife just went to bed in the camper, and I shut the generator up before she got <laughs> <laughs> So she's probably sitting there in the dark not wanting to bother me. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, you're up. Oh, that's that's fine. I mean, you yeah. already did put your face in the microphones no, a few I times. Did, Nobody wants jerk. to hear from Mike anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we well, hear Rick. from Mike enough. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. <laughs> All right, well, have a good night, Rick. Rick, thank you. See you tomorrow. See you in the morning. Yeah, we'll see you in the morning. Good luck tomorrow. Back over to hang out, but well, I'm off the show. At this point, okay. we're picking up the party, and you still guys are going on. I know. This so is crazy. What do you guys? It's only ten o'clock. Yeah. yeah, I thought the Cart Mania party was supposed to be like all night. I'm over 50. It's like way past my bedtime. <laughs> I understand, but it's a special Cart Mania. dinner at 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at Dave. Is Dave, you're over 50, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah look at you. You got no a, excuse. He's a special kind of human. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. I would agree. I would agree with that. Yes. <laughs> he's playing in his own park. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Charlie, welcome to the show. Welcome aboard. Thank you for having me, guys. If you don't mind, just hold that mic about, you know, right here. Yeah, that, right. that should there be good. Go. Right. There you go. Don't uh, worry. Alex is still teaching Charlie how to hold the mic. Too, I know. So he still okay. doesn't nod. The, the other Charlie, <laughs> the, the, other the Charlie. main host. There's Charlie. two Charlies now. Do you, uh, do you watch our podcast or listen to it at all? No, this is actually the first time I have heard of uh, World Formula Hooligans. Right? Yes. Or Formula Hooligans. Formula Hooligan podcast, Formula correct. Hooligan podcast. Yep. Yes. Which is, you know, mostly inspired by the World Formula class that I, nice. I used to race with. No, I'm definitely going to check it out now and give it a listen. Excellent, especially now that you're on it. Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) It's kind of the reason we did this is to get people to like, hey, we do something. Listen to us, you know. Uh, how did you do? You, you're a 206 driver, correct? Yeah, 206 I'm going to be right back. I'm going to throw the boards away in in the truck. I'll be right back. All right, no problem. No problem. 206 driver, 206 senior, right? Yeah. Is that technically what it is? Um, I'm not the best. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the slowest either. Well, how many years have you been doing this? I've been coming to NHKA for about... 
five years, six years. Okay. I started off just casually watching, helping out at the track, yep. Uh, yep. setting up the grid and uh, laying out the cones. And then eventually I, bar- I would borrow a cart. Um, really like the thrill, the adrenaline rush the first Hell time yeah. getting into the cart. Yep. Um, and then started renting a cart here and there a couple days throughout the season. And then eventually, uh, three years ago, I bought my own cart and started in the 206 senior class. So nice. I've been loving it. It's That's awesome. Nothing like having your own cart. Uh, I, I try to tell the other Charlie that. He doesn't want to listen. He doesn't want to get into Although it. Although I got to tell you, dude, I, you know, I, I jumped to Rotax this year for more formula. It's been a little bit more work to get adjusted, especially like I had problems even just getting my own cart at the beginning of the year with the whole, you know, shipping things being Yeah, cool with this. <laughs> a lot of shit. So, uh, when Charlie shows up and he just goes to the DRT tent and everything's all set up for him. That must be Just real a teeny nice. bit jealous. Yeah. Just a teeny bit jealous, but. But you think that takes away from the experience, yeah. the whole experience. Yes, yeah, it does. It, especially, like, when you want to make adjustments or, or, like, if you want to know exactly what's going on with the cart, it's kind of better when you have your own. To, you know, you 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 did the adjustments. Yeah. You did the wrenching. You know what's tight. You know where your settings are, as opposed to a mechanic doing. Now a mechanic can be brilliant. I mean, he has Arturo working for him at DR, which is okay. he, he's yeah. a brilliant guy. He, um, he does some good work. But again, sure. it's like when you do it yourself. Not only do you learn and you understand things better, but it's like like I try to say, you now trust that these changes, these things have been done, so you're confident when you go out. So yeah, I mean, this is kind of a, it's a yin and yang type thing you know what i mean um so all right so you started 206 three years ago how has it been working out for you for those three years pretty good uh steep learning curve obviously racing the full season three years ago because last year technically it was like three or four, four races, races and yeah just there four. were no points given out so but, yeah, it's uh, so f***ed up because I won the championship. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it doesn't count. I don't know. We kept track. We kept points. However, nah, it doesn't matter. Hey, but at least you got it, right? Yeah, I got, got it. That yeah, I got, got that W. position for the year. Yep. Yep. But, yeah, there was one time where we were in Loudoun coming out of the bowl, running it counterclockwise, and right at the green flag we're all bunched up i see everyone going in deep in in the inside and i'm just bombing it on the outside i'm like look at it i'm gonna pass like all these guys here yeah and i make it all the way up to like third place and there's a hairpin turn to go on the back straight away right i just took six carts out and i was like oh that's why i'm assuming you locked up the brakes and yeah and then just yeah and then everyone very easy to do on that hairpin that was a mistake that I never made again. You know, gotcha. It's like, you gotta learn from these kind of mistakes. Yeah. But I want to get back to uh, VR racing. Okay. Because um, last year, uh, Steam was having like a whole. I'm a PC gamer. Uh, As you should be. Play uh, <laughs> like FPS RPG games. Sure, yeah. Uh, and I saw Craft Karting craft carting on sale yep. for like five bucks and I was like yeah, cart craft right cart craft yes yeah that yep. yeah it sucked real bad <laughs> like I couldn't finish one lap even with no racers on the track I'm just spinning out into every turn yep yep uh, 
and I just got frustrated because I was like, like I, I don't want to put the put the hours in to make all the adjustments because you go to the settings and there's an overwhelming of oh yeah you can yeah there's a lot of things you can do yeah. yep but first time I ever played a racing game was at the arcade and you're saying how the steering wheel gives you that feedback yep um, and then you just like drift through corners but I can only imagine what it's like having a decent setup well alright so you said you got cart oh it's raining huh it is no, raining it is. Yeah. Um, you got cart craft what do you drive it with currently? What? What do you drive Cartcraft with currently? Are you on a board? On a keyboard. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So all right. Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah, see why you're yeah. frustrated so then, then. To get into it, then I would have to buy a steering wheel. Oh, it's a, it's it's a, it's a, it's a um, commitment. It's a decent commitment. It's a decent investment. Yes. It yeah. Is. Um, I mean, well, you're you're running what? You're running Fanatec on everything on yours? No, no. no. I have the Fanatec pedals. Yep. Because those are really nice. I have Thrustmaster, a Thrustmaster wheel. Okay. It was like a $400 wheel. Comes with the pedals. Yep. I swapped them out for the Fanatics just because yep. the better. Um, I got the shifter thing, and when I bought it, it was like 150 bucks. You have to understand, all the sim racing stuff that I've bought has been incrementally over time. I, I didn't, like, buy everything in one shot like yeah. Charlie did. Charlie, like, oh, really? he bought everything within, like, three or four months. Wow. And spent thousands of dollars, which drove me nuts because I was like you need to buy a go-kart he's like oh, I don't know expensive and then he buys all that sim racing <laughs> bullshit you know so <laughs> priorities priorities right I guess you know his his thinking being like well I can drive it anytime and it's like I know but it's not not the same yeah. no no that's I guess that's uh, yeah because I'm running I'm running an old you know I think at purchase price when I first bought it like a Logitech G27 I think I paid like 250 bucks for the wheel and pedal set yep yeah and you know, the only thing I've modified on mine, you know, I, the, the two things I modified this this year with the COVID thing last year with everything with what we were doing was I bought the Fanatec pedal set. Yep. And I, I bought VR. Yep. And that changed my world when it came to driving it. The wheel didn't seem to make that big of a difference. I mean, I, really? I, I, well, no, the wheel, the wheel being the same, I don't think affected me as much as having the good pedals and having the VR, I think that made the bigger difference. I didn't change the wheel because I didn't think the wheel was as in my world. I don't think the wheel is as big of a deal. I see what you're saying. I, okay. I, I'm thinking. Yep. I'm thinking. You know, having a, a nice direct drive wheel would be great. Sure. But I don't know that that's necessarily a need. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a bonus. But correct. I don't correct. know if it, I don't know if it's a necessity to have to no, go out and race and be competitive. I think you can be competitive with the, with it with an average wheel. Right. I think pedals are huge importance. Yes, they are. Um, yep. Yep. And I think I think having good visual is of huge importance. Yes. And that's um, what VR allows you to yeah, have. Yeah. VR was amazing. I. Yeah. It, it took a little getting used to. Um, well, because it f***s with your head. Well, I wear glasses too. Sure. Okay. So now, half about well through that whole season last year, I was I I took my glasses off and I was running VR without the glasses on. Yep. So I had to get my eyes adjusted every time I sat in the rig. Just it took a few minutes just to get comfortable with what what I was seeing. Yep. Um, Wouldn't you want to not wear glasses because it's like right in your face? That's the well, weird that, thing, well, dude. If you take your glasses off in a VR headset, it's blurry like it's distance. Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah. I don't. I don't understand the science behind it, but for some reason, <laughs> it, it does. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It yeah. Does. I've actually never tried VR. So, so gotcha. now, now I switched over to contacts because of. Co 
the whole COVID situation, wearing a mask all the time was my work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wearing glasses, I was fogging up so bad I couldn't function. Right. So I went back to contacts. And now the contacts in VR, I'm like, oh, this is cool. I can actually actually use this, and it feels more more natural. Right, right. When I'm in it. So, um, you know, that... There's there's changes to it. You know, I, I can't imagine driving what we were doing. I can't imagine anybody doing what we were doing with a keyboard. No, you know, no, it, there's it's, no way. You know, I, I I think that's, I think if you're gonna do any kind of virtual racing, at least spend a couple hundred bucks and get an average pedal and, and right. wheel set. It doesn't have to be right. great, but to give yourself the benefit of trying something that you might enjoy and actually enjoying it. Yep. I think you have to you have to have some form of a small investment to do it. Correct, correct. So, like, what kind of PC? You have PC gaming PC. All right, so you're already probably good in the graphics and power department. Yeah, I got that. So you also. probably don't have those problems. So you yeah. don't have that far to go, which is great because I tell a lot of people who want to get into this for the first time, who have like no video game anything hardware. Yeah. It's like hey, you're gonna spend like fifteen hundred dollars, and it's yeah. like ah. But like, I mean, if you've already made that investment with the hardware. Yeah. And the power, then you're you don't have to go that far. Yeah, probably just like you said, need to get just a get a decent wheel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure your monitor's fine. You know, um, you don't need to do like 4K or 1440. It's nothing crazy. Just stay at 1080. It's it's fine. The the biggest thing about sim racing is just making things nice and smooth and fast, fluid, 60 frames at least. Um, a lot of people argue even higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just get get the wheel set. I mean. If the cheapest thing I know of that's kind of worth getting at the moment is Thrustmaster makes something called like a T150. I want to say it's 200 bucks maybe. Yeah. That's not bad. You yeah. know. And so, I mean, it's it's nothing premium, but it'll get you there. It's yeah. force feedback in the whole bit. Yeah. It's probably as good as anything that was $300 a few years ago. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things. So, yeah, you don't have that far to go, man. No. And then not only that, but like come wintertime, we have a really good community of guys who do like a Friday night race pretty Same often. Race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With with I race now, if you did want to get into iRacing, that does take that does have a bad taste to some people because of the subscription model. Oh, uh, so yeah, iRacing is you subscribe for a yearly or by or or two year subscription. Right? Uh, I think the yearly subscription is a little over a hundred dollars. It's discounted if you go for the two. And then you still have to buy content afterwards. Within the game, oh, and yeah. some, like like a car will As be like fourteen gamer, bucks. Like uh, in-game purchases. Yep. I, I know that's how uh, companies make their money with right. games these days. It's just like uh, they took it to a whole nother level. And I gotta say, I racing. Not like games that where you have to buy in. Yeah, you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna like the iRacing the problem, model. The problem is the way I look at it too, though, is I I, I have that same feeling to some degree. It's like but I already what, paid sixty dollars for this game. But when I, I got in, when I got into it, though, what what happened is I realized it's no different than what we do on a regular week to week basis. Yeah, sure. I keep banging the mic. Um, we you know we come out here and you know every few races we need to buy tires. Every few races we need to buy you know you need to spend. Much, so much money on fuel. You got to right. buy. You got to buy gearing to change. Yeah, you got to yeah. buy brakes. You know, when it comes to iRacing, you can run off the subscription model, the baseline subscription model, and run a fairly decent group of cars. No, that is true. That is true. So when you get the baseline subscription, yes, sir. It's ten o'clock. You know. 
Yes. No, it's not. You guys have been out here like for five hours. <laughs> We've been here for two hours and 26 minutes. That's all? Really? Yeah. That's it. It seems like forever. It feels like forever sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, if you're trying to go to bed, you can just say that, and we're being too loud. Or if you need a bourbon. Are you to shut us down here? If like you need a bourbon. early bird dinner, and I'm going to bed early. All right. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. Okay. It won't be that much longer. I'll have your coffee in the morning. You'll be fine. I'm not making any noise. I don't care. No, it's just. There you go. stay out here just, all night. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. Don't make me come back out here. Okay. Uh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> well, have a good night, Mike. Good. We'll see you tomorrow. Good Sleep night. tight. Good night, Charlie. See you. Good night. Hi, Mike. Um, yeah, I mean, because reality is, I mean, you get you get some decent baseline cars with the base subscription you do. model. Uh, before, what kind of cars are you guys racing in this game? I mean, all this, all sorts. But uh, let, let's say you're starting. You get the, the Do you know how the progression works at all? The what? The progression. Do you know how it works no. at all? So iRacing is a licensed-based system. So when you buy the subscription, you get so many base cars, so many base tracks for both oval or road course racing. Or and dirt a bit of racing. dirt. Yeah. yeah, and a bit of dirt. Um, and you start at a rookie license. You go from rookie to D, C, B, A, and then pro. Um, the only way you progress your license is through safety rating and participation. It is not based on how fast you are. It is based on how well you can actually keep the thing on the track and not spin out, not hit other people. Oh. So it's a really wow. smart system. Yep. And by progressing through the licenses, you get to the faster cars and you know the more popular series. Well, popular series is debatable because yeah. a lot of the rookie stuff can be pretty popular. Yep. But like you know, you start out like on the road racing side. They just introduced the Formula V, so that's kind of where you start. Or the Miata, you know, that it's yeah. all baseline content. Okay. And then you go into D license, and then like on the road side, there's the Skip Barber car. But there's there's other notable stuff too. Yeah, there's uh, what, well, yeah, the Skip Barber car. I'm trying to think what else is out there in the in the road. Yeah, because you can step up to some of the different models. You know, your your newer models of actual cars that you're gonna right. on the road. Well, they used to do the uh, the Ferrari GT3 fixed challenge, which was yep. like short races with a fixed setup in a Ferrari GT3 for D class, which is pretty cool. From going from Miata to a Ferrari GT3, you don't even have to play with the setup. You just go out and drive it the same yeah, thing. Which, 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 which is which for for, yeah. for the baseline driver, that's a great situation because, you know, for me. Like, I understand some of the physics of what has to happen to set a car up. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I remember when we, we ran a situation last year. We decided one night, one Friday night, we were going to run Nürburgring with, uh, what were we running? We were on Modified. Yes, we were, yeah, the NASCAR <laughs> Modifieds, which has no business turning right at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and we're dialing, we're, we're putting setups in the car that are like, you wouldn't even think about running and driving in a straight line down a side street with. Mm -hmm. And we're putting setups in them to go down through Nürburgring and see what happens just yep. because... Well, you know, let's soften all the springs up and see what happens now. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, I remember that. That was fun. And, and and we were picking up time in different places, but it was just it was a cool learning experience. But it was just fun to do. And I think, you know, for me, it's like yeah, it's fourteen dollars to buy a car. It's fourteen dollars to buy a track. If yeah. You group them together, you get a discount. If you start, if you if you buy enough cars and enough tracks over time, you get a discount. Right. You know, it's 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 still a purchase price that has to happen. But so you're just buying cars and tracks, no parts, no modifications for the car. No, 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 no. It's just cars and tracks. It, it's okay. it's think racing series. Yep. That's what you're you're racing. Ah, all right. It's not like Gran Turismo. You're all not right, upgrading right. anything. That's no, right. like, like literally for speed or something. No, 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 something no, no, like that. No, literally, nope. like if you want to go run GT3, you got to pick out a GT3 car. 
And, and then you're good. And then you're good. Like yeah. like we ran a GT3 series last year, and there were two cars that were notable in that series that I would That's consider right. notable. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, there was the Audi, the R8, yep. Yep. And, and and the G, and the Mercedes GT3. Right. Which was the, the basically it was a an AMG uh, GT car. Yeah. 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 And and those were the two. There, you know, you could try running the Ferrari or the McLaren, but they just they weren't cutting it. In that nah, so you didn't quite. have to spend your money and buy those, and you didn't really. If you, you know, if you were like our, everybody that was running in our group was running the G, the Mercedes. Yeah, you know, there myself was, included. Yeah, and and that's what I kind of jumped into. I was like, oh well, I you know I and I, I'll be honest. I spent the money. I bought the Ferrari. I bought the Mercedes. I bought the I bought the sure the McLaren. Shake them down. And, and I was like, I just want to see because my driving style in real world is somewhat different than everybody else's to some degree. Yeah. So I wanted to see what was going to suit me the best. And when it all came down to it, you know, it's kind of like being here in the World Formula class. I rely on a lot of information that I get and feedback from other racers. So having being in the same car that everybody else was in, it was easy to kind of get set up notes and get right. some information from right so okay i you know I, I pay my yearly subscription and i gotta spend 15 extra bucks to get a car yep is it really that big of a deal probably not you know no uh, especially if you are a racer like you're saying and you yeah. understand like we come out here and spend hundreds of bucks yeah. every time we come out yeah i mean what's this weekend costing you you know that's, you, you break yeah, that yeah. down what we spent for this weekend, you can set yourself up for the annual fee and probably 10 cars like everything you want to drive you, wanna drive, <laughs> you know yeah you know, so it's not I, that big. It sounds like a big expense, but it's really not that big of an expense, for sure. Right. Yeah. And when you consider that, like, I consider iRacing to have the best racing in the virtual world there is. Yeah. I mean, you, there's other sims. There's a set of course Competizione. There's the original set of course. There's even Automobilista 2 now. And, like, you jump on their public lobbies for online racing, and it's bullshit. It's absolute horseshit. You yeah. go on there, there's people like running right across the grass to nail you and just be, you know, yeah, it's, jerks and shit. It's demo derby time, right? But and some, 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 some of the i racing, I'll, I'll, I'll say, there's a couple of classes in i racing that it's demo derby time. Oh sure, and it's awful, especially in the rookie series. There, there's a lot of people who get discouraged to running in the rookie series. And it's awful it. when you're trying to get your license upgrades and you get taken out by somebody. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that's you're, you know you're working so hard to get your license advancement. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a challenge too. So I guess with right. the iRacing, since you get the whole licensing process, that kind of deters the whole demolition derby right. side because, of the racing. Because, like I said, progress. the progression is not based on speed yeah. at all. Right, it's just based on your safety and that's you being smart. Yes, yes, it is that very. Does smart. change the game there. Yep, yep. So, dude, you're not that far off yeah. from getting in on this. It's it's a good time. I actually might have to ask uh, make a good Christmas present. <laughs> Yeah. Although I could definitely just drop two hundred dollars. That's <laughs> yeah. Or find somebody who has some used shit. I bet yeah, you like. Yeah, sure. Uh, I can find like Facebook I, Marketplace or something. Yeah. Yeah. I personally don't have anything I could. I mean, I have the old pedals from the Thrustmaster wheel that I had, but I mean, it if you find used, a used yeah. Thrustmaster wheel, it's gonna come with probably the same pedals. Right. You know? So uh, it's. No, I'll definitely take a look in, and then what's the yearly subscription? So for new members, you usually get half off the subscription when you first start out. So you might get a year for like fifty bucks, which and is then it's two hundred, a cool. uh, hundred bucks 
afterwards. roughly a hundred bucks a year. Now the, the way to get around it is that every Black Friday or every Christmas they usually do like a twenty five percent off for new memberships. Scoop up a couple. Not new memberships for renewals. Right. And even though like my renewal comes every July, you can buy the renewal in December, and then when the part you know yeah, when, when July years, comes yeah. around, it just automatically throws it's, it in. You that's know? smart. Okay. Yep. Yep. It it's really fun, and right, like, yeah. you know, there's people who say like, oh, iRacing physics are garbage and all that kind of shit. I, They're pretty good, and then, like I said, the racing is the best, and the riffraff is the lowest of any of the sims that you're gonna find. You will find crap in the rookie series, and like I was trying to say, it's it's kind of a deterrent, or not a deterrent, but like discouraging for some people because they're like, I bought this shit, and these guys keep wrecking me, I can't get out of it. Get out of rookie series. Just, just, just plow through it. Get at a rookie, and then you'll find that the D class and stuff from up from there is. And so really let's say you get into iRacing. It's, it's just all public lobbies. Can you no, do you can private? Do, yep. Um, yep. You can do league races. Okay. Yep, that, that's races. what we do on Friday nights during the winter time. All right. Um, you can host your own races. Right. You can host it. You can make it private for only people who know the password, or you can make it public for whoever wants to jump into the room. Yep. And uh, I don't know if you would know this, but, like, how many uh, users are on? Thousands. They had a huge bump in users in 2020 because yeah. of the pandemic. 2020, I'm sure, because everyone's inside. They, so I remember, <laughs> like, iRacing on a good day would have, like, 5,000 members on at once. Okay. When 2020 came around, it was, like, 15,000 people came Okay, on. yeah, that's a big jump. Yeah, and it's, it's sustained. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like, there was there was an event uh, a couple weeks ago that I, I, I get emails about, um, and it was a super speedway event, NASCAR stuff. Okay. And I got an invite to go race with it, and it's like okay. And I'm like, I wasn't I wasn't involved with it, but I, I know somebody else that I, that I that I I'm friends with that runs the same series, and they were telling me that you know you're racing a race that ultimately the end game is to have 40 guys on the track is the final the final race of the, of the situation. Right, right, right. And there were like 1,150 people entering. Oh my oh, goodness! And it's, he's, he's like, he's like, it's insane. You had, it was like, it was like a, you know, Saturday Night Thunder. You're racing your way up through. Like, it's almost kind of like running the Chili Bowl, where you got, you know, you get like a, like a J Main, right, and right, L Main, K Main. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. working your way up through to get to get to the finals, and but but at the same time. You know, it's a great accomplishment, a sense of accomplishment, even if you advance one or two sessions mm, right. to get there. So that's, you know, there's 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 wins along the way, which is nice. Yeah. I've been a member since 2009. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I've, even though, like, you know, during the summertime, I don't really use it and stuff. And I kind of wonder, like, am I using my money wise? Like, yeah, I am. Because come wintertime, when I'm bored, we're not racing anymore, and I jump on there. You have, like, really intense races like you would. The thing we were arguing or the thing we were talking about before you jumped on is, like, the the chess game of racing another guy, it's, like, the friggin' same in yeah. iRacing. It really is. Like, the way you set guys up, yeah. the way you race side-by-side side with people, it it is very much racing. Very much racing. Yeah, the racecraft is on par with anything you do in real life. Right. And, yep. and that's – it's an argument, like – Rick and I used to have the argument. We didn't have an argument about it, but Rick and I used to, basically the conversation was that we 
were running the indoor karting series at Tom's track. Yep. And we would show up the first race of the season here, and we would be a second, second and a half faster than the whole field. Yeah. Because we had that muscle memory. We, we had that interaction of driving. I'd argue that you have similar feeling sim racing all winter long because you come back to the track and you're mentally prepared right. to be in an environment of close proximity with other carts and you've got that that racecraft mentality you've got that chess game already played out in your yep. head yeah you know i mean you know you you think about it, you you come up to a group of carts on the track here today even and your brain starts figuring out you know how am i going to what corner am i going to get to this guy at how am i going to manage getting around him how am i going to manage dealing with the guy that's behind me doing the same thing and you're all those thought processes that happen I think once your brain is firing that way already because that's what you've been doing all winter long, it makes that first race of the season that much easier to yes. cope with. Yep. A lot of truth in that. Yeah. Absolutely. Keeping so, your racing mentality sharp for the season over the winter. Yes. Well, it's, it's anything, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, you think about it like, you know, people will argue and, you know, they say like, you know, if you, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, no. And that's... I come back from winter and then uh, the first race of the season. I'm really glad that they have a practice session first thing because mm -hmm. yeah. um, you need that time to just get used to it, get your body used to it, get yeah. your mind into it. So I can see that helping mm -hmm. out a lot. Um, sounds like a lot of fun. It, it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> it's very much worth getting into. Yeah, it's a uh, great time. Everything, all the fun costs money, though. Well, yeah. You know what? There's a lot worse things to spend your money on. Right. This is true. Yeah. Right. Could be uh, chucking heroin in your veins or whatever. I know. <laughs> That's like yeah. 15, 20 bucks a pop there. I wouldn't know. I don't, I don't, All right, I don't, Charlie, I, know, I guess I, you're uh, up Charlie, to date thank, on the thank, market. Thanks for keeping us up to the market <laughs> value. You what, what does a, uh, you know, an eighth of mescaline cost these days? <laughs> a mescaline, I think it's going for like 40 last I checked. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> so it's on the rise. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I have no concept. <laughs> all right. I'm starting to feel pretty I, tired. I'm yeah. exhausted. <laughs> we might have to wrap this one up. Yeah. Well, all right. Thank you, everybody, for... Uh, I don't even, No, the camera died a while back. It didn't really. Well, oh. it didn't die, but it stopped recording. Oh. Well, yeah, the red hey, listeners, thank you for yeah. listening to the eighth episode of the Formula Hooligan podcast. A, A, and B, maybe. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or A, B, and C. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll see how I, uh, I think it'll only be one episode, but uh, I'm Alex Gomes, the usual host. You guys are... Charlie. And, and Dave Nato. All or right. also, damn it, Dave. And damn it, yeah. <laughs> or almost also, damn it, Dave. Yeah. All right. Thank you for tuning in. We'll uh, see you for the next one. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Uh, hey, thank you, guys. Hey, that's, yeah, that's, that's been a lot of fun. fun. I can see how. <laughs>